3: The Grade Cricketer is a Twitter stream. It's about playing crickets at the grade level.
2: Boys, get a few today, did you? To be honest with you, I, um, I hate grade cricket. <laughs> uh, I went into the play
1: for a team called... Um, oh, the never scared me. Obviously, sharing's always a big issue a Big issue for, for young kids coming into a senior cricket team. I think it was like a win league.
0: a um, A bit of advice. Yeah. I
1: I refer to the great cricketer here and I'll say, this will do a little bit early. <laughs> oh, this will do a little bit early indeed. Kerry O'Keefe, what a show we've got for you today. New Zealand have knocked over Australia. Those those skeleton hiders have beaten us in the first of five T20 internationals over there in New Zealand. We're talking IPL auction. We're talking Sachin Tendulkar's son, getting picked up. <laughs> We're talking India, England, third test preview, Sheffield Shield, faf du Plus retires, Mark Butcher is on the show, pezzy lad. We've also got a hashtag AskTGC involving a stow story, sort of. <laughs> this episode is brought to you, as they all are, by Budgie Smuggler. You can use the code CHAMP for free shipping at checkout. That's budgiesmuggler.com. My name is Ian Higgins. I am joined by Sam Perry, as always, and forever and eternity. How are you, pezzy lads?
2: Hey. Really well, thanks. Great to be covering a bit more global cricket over the last few weeks. And also specifically, he goes, it's been great to have just a few days away from recording, uh, as you would know, given that you do also sit opposite Fuck, me for, I forever and eternity. Oh, you were recording by yourself. I think. <laughs> no, <just> we have <laughs> a few. We had a few inquiries from a new audience on YouTube, where's the latest oh, yeah. video, which is nice. That's nice. But it was nice to have a few days away. Uh, but I did realise... Mm-hmm. Going away, went down the coast with my family mm-hmm. um, to spend time with my wife's wife, my mother-in-law, mm-hmm. uh, and it's, a really, it's a really and the two and the two boys. <laughs> Don't know about uh, <laughs> the confluence of those two things. <laughs> put up a little Instagram pic. Yeah, it says boys genuinely didn't realise it that'd be taken the way that it was, and and yeah. oh, that's my that's my bad. That but is the old mistake. Yeah, I realize the great cricketer does kill you. It ruins words hundred for you, and I realized that a few days in uh, to this. Brief getaway. Um, yeah. So my mother-in-law is a is a very good cook, and to right. help out, we have a two and a half year old and a six month old, and uh. she's very helpful in like making dinner, like just taking some hours out of the day for us, which is really lovely if you've sure. got that support. So sitting around the table, and uh, again, like I've said, you know, TGC ruins words yeah. for you, and so she's made a mixed grill. Right, and it's just great. It's sensational. She does it gives it the whole hoopla. It's 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 on the barbecue. It's in the oven. She's really got it tenderized. Like it's looking yeah, fantastic. That's good. And we're sitting around the table, and it's always fun because you've got a two and a half year old who's carrying on, right? and he, we're trying to coax him into on. eating eating some stuff or whatever. And she's loving talking to him. Yeah, and you know, there's 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 a mixed grill, and uh, uh-huh. and she, my my mother in law Jan, lovely lovely woman, get on with it. Great, she says. She says to my little boy Ted, she goes, she goes. Do you want some more choppy? <laughs> 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 and I'm it's a pretty like it's not a formal occasion. Yeah. But I'm keeled over. Yeah, like course. I've got you know, the, the best laughs are the ones that are suppressed, you know. Yeah, I've got yeah, tears yeah. coming out of tears. my eyes yep. vibrating. Mm. And she's talking just in a lovely cutesy voice, you want some more choppy, darling? I'm like, <laughs> can't deal with this. Just stand up and leave. Tori's just shaking her head. That's exactly what's going on. So what are you laugh? Yeah. yeah. How long have you yeah. got? Exactly. Yeah. How long have you got? Jan's like, what, what, what have I said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you said the Chop King. He sits the <laughs> yeah, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I start? It's 2003. Yeah. And I'm in the Jermore Oval Changer and Gavin Roberts is <laughs> naked. I'm just saying he was the first nude guy I saw. That's all. Nothing more. And a really good bowler.
1: There has to be a butcher out there called the Chop King. There has to be. a lo- Just a local, I want to say courtesan, but he's a butcher, uh, and he's named the shop the Chopkin. There yeah. has to be one.
2: Uncle Chop Chop. <laughs>
1: Fucking it's hell. The, the word's ruined. It's gone.
2: Yeah. Let's just, yeah. He's yeah. chopped on. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's,
1: he's right next door to the store Chop Up. Um, Pez. Yeah. We always like to start him in a sort of, uh, in, a, in a weird way. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, fans of the social media accounts, would have seen we did a we posted a thing the other day. It's gone around the internet a little mm-hmm. bit,
2: and it had uh, gone around for a few days before. Do you want to set into, this up? Yeah, I'll, I'll set this up. Like we do, like to just start with our roots. Talk about club cricket, yeah. and the themes within. It's yeah. just variation on one theme, really, but you know, yep. it resonates. <laughs> <laughs> Still here, yeah, <laughs> uh, and yeah, got sent this clip by a lot of people across a broad spectrum of the game. It uh, must be said, uh, from the uh, lepers to the uh, the kings, yeah, hall of famers to the hall of famers. Mm asking you know just please send it round so mm-hmm. uh, I, I present to the listener and the viewer if you haven't seen this and it's like you have uh, what I believe to be the, a, a very important piece of cricket art you know like da Vinci's the Last Supper similar this this, this is the definitive sound of cricket at club level ladies and gentlemen listening Catch now, here goes. Let's this break it down. Why, this, <laughs> this is like a mosaic, you know. Yeah. Like you, you, there is so much going on. It's like a magic eye. So much going on. So I think this first started on TikTok and it's actually filmed from Square Leg. Right. Uh, and this it's actually masterfully filmed for what it presents and what it doesn't present yeah, as okay. well. Mm-hmm. But what you see in the vision is... There's a keeper in short sleeves yep. right, to kick off. Bring school shoes. You see a terrible shot. It's neither attack nor defence. It's just a swing of the bat yep. that happens to connect with the ball yep. that flies what looks to be sort of mid-on, wide mid-on. Uh, and one of the best, next best things about it, he goes, is as it's in there, as you hear the sound of the ball on Willow and then the cry of catch it, which we all know that cry, mm. then there's the silence and anticipation. You can hear the wind sweeping through <laughs> the microphone of As everybody waits and all eyes are fixated on somebody who you then hear (laughs) stumble and fumble. And it's a little kind of... uh,
1: There there is a little bit, oh, no. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit like that, a quivering voice. It's
2: a brief flurry before you hear the thud of the ball on the ground, before the climax. The climax, which is... Fuck! 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 So... So beautifully enunciated. I just want to say, like, and then obviously the suppressed giggle afterwards. Yeah. There's so much to it. And it's so beautifully filmed because you don't, see you don't see it the drop catch. And I say it's a drop catch because a lot of people are out there saying, well, we don't know whether that's the batsman making that noise or whether it's the bowler. And like, I'm telling you, it's, it ain't the fielder and it ain't the batter. <laughs> um, and uh, mm. the reason you can tell it's a drop catch is because, like, the, the short cover's standing there, forlorn afterwards, yeah. resigned, unmoved, um, arms yeah. side by side, yeah. uh, so, like uh, arms to his side. Um, there's no cheer, just the echoed sound of a frustrated bowler. And I just want, just again. Fuck. that <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck>. that, <laughs> that word and that – it's more than a drop catch goes, end, we know It this. is, yeah, yeah. That's that's not just a wicket. Gone begging. Fuck! That's why why am I here? Fuck. <laughs> Relationship troubles. Fuck. <laughs> Career <laughs> indecision.
0: Fuck.
2: <laughs> Climate change. Fuck. <laughs> Stokes bombing Hazelwood. Fuck. <laughs> Pant bombing Lion with his head down. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's everything. Yeah, uh, it's all. Uh, I, just, I, I think it's a I think it's a work of art. The way it echoes
1: and rev- it, it does more than echo. It reverberates exactly through like the. I imagine that game being played in Hong Kong for some reason. You know, you have got grounds in Hong Kong, and they're like they're they're just a little patch of grass surrounded by these like I want to say monoliths but these mm. like huge buildings all surrounding it and it sort of reverberates in like this wind bracket yeah. circling around yes. and it's yeah. sort of the reverberation of it like hits like the core of yeah. you hits like the very sternum like your sort of chest plate almost gets you there there was so much layer, there was so many layers that. there it's was perfect. so much it's perfect it's such a lonely that's the real sound of cricket it's the real sound it's the real sound of cricket
2: y- you might listen to and it is a it's an institution a grandstand they'll talk about the sound of summer etc mm. and it's a very important institution in Australian cricket right. they will world cricket okay Mm -hmm. okay but they'll say the sound of summer is you know leather on willow Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) that's the sound that's the sound sorry it's true (sighs) uh anyway
1: and also pez like as we've said many times if you are the angriest that means you care the most I so, had that down here in my sure. so Exactly. That's, the, that's that's all. he's
2: really communicating. That's really communicating.
1: Yeah. I'm just, you, know, you know when like a ball gets hit in the air and it's hit towards the worst fielder and you know it's you know. going to you know it's going down. You and know it's going down. But that doesn't stop you from getting really angry when it does go down. And like it, it wells up from your fuck from the balls inside you, and it and when that moment like hits the slaps the palms goes to ground, It's like this release of like fuck. I mean, again, just yelling out fuck.
2: Yeah. So it's a it's a wonderful game. It's a wonderful game and it one of the times that it is wonderful he goes is when that catch you're talking about is actually taken. Mm-hmm. Cuz occasionally it is and it is you are wide-eyed with surprise. Your eyeballs nearly pop out. Mm.
1: That's one of the great ones where I am the bats from that scenario. Oh, people
2: yeah. laugh as like this, this bite never catches him. <laughs> oh fuck me. Fuck oh, me. They never <laughs> drop it when it's you.
1: <laughs> I remember playing a game once uh and uh, I pulled a half tracker from a part-time off-spinner yeah. to a bloke who had been sub-fielding, and he was someone's dad, and he was at square legs. <laughs> he was legs, someone's dad, mate, and then, <laughs> we're all someone's dad, not me, but
2: it's like the victim of a robbery or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's yeah, someone's dad. That's
1: someone's dad, yeah.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> but it was this like it was this rank half tracker. that was on the way down for the third bounce. Yeah. Pulled it straight to square legs. It's not straight to. It was like to the guy's right this bloke was wearing someone else's whites he had to come on the field cuz it's his son was injured or someone someone was injured so this guy's yep. dad was watching yep. takes his fucking hanger hilarity oh, going yeah. around <laughs> yeah. and yeah. it's like i am
2: minutes away yeah. from ending everything here people on the <laughs> ground laughing it's a yeah. trudge off and yeah. like i know that i know that particular vision if you're caught at square leg or midwicket or something you can see that it's usually the right hand or the non-dominant hand maybe yeah. the left hand stuck out and mm. the ball actually just stops <laughs> in the hand so you can still see the seam as it's as like there's shock <laughs> with that the ball just glued to the yeah. hands. Oh okay, you got velcro on your yeah. hands, do you mate? It's like, like that, just... it's like a
1: game with the velcro palm <laughs> exactly, bit with a tennis yeah. ball, yeah. It's just you didn't catch it, you stopped it. Yeah. Uh, all right, well there's that wonderful stuff mm. to the show. Hey Pez, not sure if he caught this though. Now Cameron Green.
2: Oh, hang on! We've got to we've got to do the anti-vax protesters. Oh, okay. We? <laughs> we'll
1: do, sorry. Okay. We'll do it. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So there there's obviously been some talk around about the safety sorry. of vaccines all this oh. kind of gear. Now there was some protests all around Australia. If you're listening from overseas, uh, and uh, and and these protests in Melbourne specifically was it down at Faulkner Park? Is that where it was? Oh,
2: I think it was everywhere. It was just
1: everywhere, everywhere. Just anti vaxxers everywhere, getting out there. Uh, it was the
2: march for millions, attended by hundreds.
1: Yeah. It was called the March for Millions. Also, the the jab isn't compulsory in Australia. I'm not sure if they know that. So they don't have to take it.
2: They don't want to. I thought there was a very deft metaphor in it, you know, because that may, maybe these protesters thought that, uh, you know, cricket was a symbol of toxicity. <laughs> and they wanted to stop it. You I, know know you tell, I
1: played in some fields with some syringes on it. Don't worry about yeah. that. Yeah, you know, well, that's what I was saying. You know, we've all been fucking
2: afraid of needles at certain grounds, but we don't need these fucking mouth breathers no. attending cricket no. games. I just thought... I, it was hard to sort of put myself. Sorry, smash the table. Jesus. Uh, hard to put myself in the position of the cricketers because when we play, so let's just say, uh, you know, mid two thousands, for example, when you're sort of 18, 19, we right, were. Right. I was sort of just imagining what what life would have been like had anti vaxxers invaded one of our games mm-hmm. in like third grade or something. Mm-hmm. I was just imagining like. Blokes who are just sitting in the jar- in the in the in the sheds mm. with form guides or the social pages, mm. you know, ranking you know, and like late twenty 20- ranking women ranking by women. horse groups. That's right. Group zero, group one, yeah, etc. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then taking on these oh natural fuckwits invading the game, <laughs> and just just that exchange for <laughs> me natural is natural fuckwits. <laughs> yeah. You know, like their little contrarian like identity play. Right. Um. Yeah, wouldn't yeah. exist without the marvel of modern medicine. You know what I mean? Sure. You Can't have that contrarianism without. The mod, you know, the, the marvel of modern medicine. Modern sure, Western sure, medicine. sure. So I'm just imagining, you know, guys with form guides taking on these fuckwits. So <laughs> I just, I just don't know. Uh, well, mate.
1: we've spoken in the past, haven't we, about um, guys walking on the field, like basically walking through the slips cordon on a public field, and then the game starts. Like, mate, what the fuck are you doing? It's like I've paid my rates yeah. for this ground.
2: At least they've paid rates, those people.
1: Because I don't, I don't know if I've told the story before. I wasn't playing this game, but I was playing against. I was playing against Bankstown. The week before, this was this was this was about yeah early two thousands. It was a fifth grade game. The week before, they had played a game, and there was like a soccer game going on the field, <laughs> and the game had to start. So <laughs> they, the umpires, captains, like guys, I'm sorry, we've got the ground. This is this is this is Sydney grade cricket. I don't yeah. think you understand yeah. how serious. Do you this understand?
2: Is. Like fifty years ago, only white people lived in this area, <laughs> so therefore. We have the the, the the reins of this ground. Right. Yeah. Now the uh,
1: the local footballers didn't take too kindly to this message. Mm. They came back in the afternoon and there's like five hundred people on the <laughs> ground <laughs> playing a soccer game and the game had to be abandoned.
2: And that's the funny thing, cricketers would be like, mate, cricket's the game. Yeah. They can actually organise five hundred people to come down. <laughs> Sydney Great cricket hasn't been able to do yeah. arrange that for about hundred and twenty years. Most teams can't get
1: eleven. Exactly.
2: <laughs> You see Grey Cricket was on TV on the weekend Yeah Yeah, yeah. Sydney versus R- Randy Peets in Yeah the, uh, In the final Final yeah Yeah just, like, Sydney doesn't realise this It was my old club But uh, they collapsed at Moine Oval That's exactly what we used to do in PG's as well they were None for 80 off 8 overs Chasing 230 Right All out 220 it's ex- it, They Fuck, don't understand yeah. that's actually a curse Right okay. From Port and Grey Anyway right. that's a
1: niche reference Yeah that is Right Cameron Green Cameron Green Now he's playing some Grey Cricket as well Fuck yeah. you know we're talking a lot about
2: of <laughs> shit that doesn't matter <laughs> It's about great Cricket <laughs> It matters more than anything.
1: He scored, um, Cameron Green scored 201 for his club side uh, on the weekend. Now, we had a we had an email in from Sean Duffy. He emailed us and he said, mm. first grade is a bit too easy for Cam Green. 201 not out for Subi Floriat today. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Is that right? Suby Floriat I
2: don't know. We, we, we tried to say Gollum the other day. Maybe.
1: Yeah, true. My son was playing under-17s before I saw the start of it. Fuck, he's a big boy. <laughs> I look forward to hear you guys talk about it. It's
2: like, you know. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. It's kind of. He seen footage. He seen footage of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, two hundred one was an unfortunate score for those who <laughs> think Cam Green is height shamed. <laughs> you know, yeah. It really just ma- it was a natural mm. connection people are making. But yeah. you know, like it's like, a, like in the UK, you get a dollar a run, dollar a centimeter. You're a, you're a good looking rooster. So you're talking to me? Oh, I'm talking to you. Yeah, Thank you. The That's eyes. very kind. You'd probably walk down the street and sort of understand that there may be eyes on you on occasion as they're walking past. Yeah, and you're not going to admit it. I'm just going to speak for you. But I don't really <laughs> okay. get. I don't really get this. Sure. But like eyes that just linger for a little bit. And someone might turn their head or something like that. <laughs> Imagine Cam Green. Imagine how many times I can see Sean Duffy says, "You yeah, know, yeah. fuck, he's a big boy." How many times boy. would Cam Green, yep. just hear that kind of whispered in this? Mm-hmm. Fuck, he's a big boy. I reckon that. Elite it's athletes bit,
1: would like hang around with elite athletes because then, like you think about guys in the NBA. Him. Yeah, no, he's big for them. But like you think about the guys in the NBA, like Steph Curry, looks tiny, right? And he's like six three. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so there Jordan is a six, there is six. there is a probably broader um, there is a broader conversation about the paradigm of beauty, I suppose, and what's like socially acceptable. How how high you can, how like how, how so. high you can be. i yeah. now talking about now. How high is he? Mm. Um, but there's great footage of this innings on on my cricket social pages, and he's just fucking whacking a 14 year old. <laughs> Keep her up to the stumps. <laughs> this bloke's playing in Bomber it? about two weeks ago. I know.
2: I saw <laughs> great a few experience f- for that young guy though. Great experience for him. A couple of comments. I oh, know. Poor. bloke. They've picked that part of the innings because it wasn't like 200 off 100 balls. It was off no. 250 balls. Yeah. Another mature innings. He grounded it. Out. Uh, yeah. He really grounded it out. Yeah. <laughs> but they've obviously picked that part of the innings where he's just walloped this poor child. He's like you yeah. made him look like a child, <laughs> like we all do in front of Cam Green. Yeah, and there's all these com- comments underneath saying, saying, "Oh, you know, well he's fucking playing third graders here." It's like man, he's he's Cam Green's making everybody look like a third yeah. grader. You understand? Yeah. You yeah. probably wouldn't be able to see that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, you, I don't, oh, no, 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 Yeah. Sorry, go on.
1: Have you got any like stories of you? You played against number of current. Mm. He played against any current Test? Be Yeah, like, th-
2: like Warner was was going around. Warner, yeah, Bollinger, guys, yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: Obviously, got the Phil Jakes. I mean,
2: has three hundred. Yeah. There was a few. It was. I mean, everyone was playing Sydney Grade cricket at that yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, the main. Been... The main thing I noticed about playing against those guys was uh, how they often just looked really relaxed because mm. they played so much cricket. Like the yeah. guys would just stand at mid off and probably just in their own thoughts and mm. not really like like they're just sort of minding their own business, like going about their work, like dead end professionals mm. already crushed by cricket. But like oh, I'll just I'll just wait for my turn and get my wickets and my stats. Yeah. And. uh what do I, I mean, I've told, I think sort of gone over a few stories here. I mean, if I told, Nathan Hart's got littered once in a game. One, one of our opening bowls littered him and yeah. uh, broke his helmet. Yeah. And then somebody ran out his Blues helmet. And he actually, to his credit, refused it on the basis that he didn't want to be batting in a yeah. state lid. So like and that. And his Aussie lid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we have done this before. Yes. Yeah, so, because yeah. it's, 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 yeah. it's the same colour. Yeah. I saw the other this one I really 34. enjoyed is... Um, Played with Russell Arnold. Yep. And he... He was a good player. He was a good player. And, Friend of uh, the show. Yeah, you, you'd play him like a spicy wicket and he'd come out about without any helmet or hat <laughs> and smash guys <laughs> over cover, like just flourish. Yeah. Flourish. And that, that was always... That was one for me that was like, it's just a Sri Lankan, like a mercurial sort of superstar. Yeah. And so that just the incongruity of like mm. oneself being a scratchy... You know, person who maybe wasn't a first grader but played first grade. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a difference. Sure. Scratching around outside off stump, bat out here, feet mm. are everywhere or nowhere. And then mm. he comes out in the same conditions and goes. Mm. Yeah,
1: it is funny isn't it, as as the amateur when you're playing as professionals. You're like, I've seen this on television. It's actually not dissimilar to to when Pakovsky was talking about face his first balls. Like oh, I played PlayStation. Yeah. It's not dissimilar to that <laughs> where like you recognise the shapes and the way they yeah. the, the stickers on the back It was it would how be they distracting. Shape up. I remember um. I think I've told this story. I sub fielded once when Cowan was playing for Sydney Uni, right, right. and I'd had this massive circuit the night before. But I was at my game early, and I had to sub field first sure. grade.
2: And you're a good fielder,
1: and <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that. And uh, which is what I said to most of the balls that came past me. Like it, um, and uh, and. Cowan was, I think Cowan was still in the test setup at the time, but he right. was playing for Sydney, he was at Sydney Uni number one. And I was just like in this fucking weird headspace where I was obviously still over the limit. And Cowan was batting, I was like, it's fucking cool. And then I realised. Like that though? I don't recall. Mm. No, yeah. I, no, I didn't, no, I didn't, I didn't, okay. I didn't. Uh, and, uh, and I realised that I'd missed a ball. A ball had been bowled and I wasn't even watching. <laughs> <laughs> I was a square leg, Ed Cowan was batting. Who was buying... We sort of, you know, Might have been Matt Nicholson was buying right. Gordon.
2: So I was like... genuinely like, you mesmerised by watching like some TV shapes?
1: A little bit at the time, mm. but to the point where I turned around and a ball had been bowled and I just missed
2: it. That's what TV does to you. I yeah. remember when I went to my first Manchester United game and I happened to get... I used to, you know, watch it all the time. I happened to get tickets near where the cameras filmed. So they were good tickets. I don't know how it happened. It just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I felt like I'd walked into the TV. That was the <laughs> shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I remember... When Bollinger – I remember Bollinger bowling and I'm being distracted by that. When he used to run in, his chin was quite high. Do you sort of remember that when he – like he, he sort of – he'd sort of stick his face up a little bit. And I remember him running in. I huh. oh, over- overthink things all the time. Sure. And you'd just be a bit distracted by that. Oh, I've seen that on <laughs> TV before. Yeah. And now before I can't see the ball.
1: Propeller's missile at 145 k's an hour,
2: yeah. Yeah, the first one smashed into my thigh pad. I just didn't see it. Anyway, <laughs> it just popped up in the air like <laughs> – uh, yeah, I'm threes. This will be fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's all the time we've got for today. <laughs> um, we need
2: national get... cricket. Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
1: so the skeleton hiders beat Australia last yeah. night, um, yeah. and I refuse to call them by their uh, their national name. Because uh, I want to know what's going on there, but uh, New Zealand too good, way too good for Australia last night. Oh, yeah. um, now let's give it the caveats where well, they've sent over the BBL eleven. Uh, you know, plenty of good players not not available for Australia. Um, i have got to say disappointing performance though from Australia. From the this, the eleven that they put out, Australia is still a good, still good. Yeah, you're, you're missing some names. That's fine. But it's still good. And Australia had New Zealand, what, three for four for 50, three for 20, something like that. Great mm. start. Williamson picked up early as well by Daniel Sams. And, um, and, uh, but you know what? It looked like they're having a really good time over there, the boys. Well,
2: yeah. And I guess we're learning more and more. There's no shame in losing to the skeletons. That's right. You know? No shame. Because you watch Kane Williamson in an interview and you're like, I don't want to fuck with you, mate. <laughs> you're just a bit 10 out of 10 for me. And yeah. there's something going on. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah, lots of talk about can it. I,
1: can I ask you, though, to, at the top, though? Now, we, we we watched the first part of this game together, and I was like, I get the feeling like this is one of these rivalries, but in Australia New Zealand in cricket, mm. that only exists on one side. Mm. New Zealanders would fucking love nothing more. No, I don't want to speak for them, but I will. Please. They would love nothing more than to sweep Australia here, fuck us in every game, smash us. And I feel like the rivalry for Australia is like, eh, all good. Yeah. Like well, the Kiwis are nice, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean.
2: That's just the dynamic of it, isn't it? Mm. Like we play our role, like being sort of a bit ignorant to it, mm. kind of fuels the rivalry even more. It's mm. like Sydney, Melbourne, sure, sure, well. sure. It's yeah, got yeah. everyone's playing their role, yeah. but Australia just manages to do. I'm mean, going to talk about this with India, or England, like loving covering teams that aren't Australia. Mm. You know, Australia just manages to become the, the baddies and the ugly uh, team wherever it goes. Yeah, you know, and no, you know, well, you have to be the ugly team when you play the skeletons. But I, I noticed Simon Dool said he goes like he, he was replying to Ravi Ashwin, uh, Ravi Chandra Ashwin on Twitter. Mm. Uh, Ashwin said, "Great knock from Devon Conway, four days too late post the IPL auction." Uh, oh right, yeah. And Simon Dool uh, said, "Not sure it matters. New Zealand players have continually been overlooked for second-rate Australians in the IPL for years. Seems outside of IPL, Big Bash is the only comp looked at. So there's certainly a chip from New Zealand there. You know, they've obviously pumped the BBL eleven, and uh, only a, f- a small handful of them get a bit of an IPL gig, whereas the you know many of the Aussies do. So, I mean, I just think at the end of the day, the Aussies are just too relaxed, and they need a strong man in there <laughs> to coach them, someone to pull them in the line." Bit of a party over there, isn't it? A bit relaxed. <laughs> what do we reckon?
1: Did look like, did look that way. Did <laughs> look that way. I think Simon Dole's right. Uh, we'll get onto the IPL auction in a moment, but um, yeah, Conway 99 not out, batted superbly. Um, Ish Sodi 4 for 28.
2: Oh, I, yeah, and everyone, everyone sort of talked, oh, Ish You know, I think Mark War said on the commentary, we'll talk about Mark Warren one, in a <laughs> second, because that, that was the fucking star of <laughs> the <was> show. That, <laughs> the highlight. that was the highlights. <laughs> I think he was, oh, it's a good opportunity for run scoring here against Ish Sodi. It's, it's, there's some there's some sort of Ish Saudi discrimination that goes on? Everyone just thinks, oh, we can pump this player four for twenty eight. Yeah, a couple of weeks later.
1: Yeah, mm. it is weird because he, the wicket balls that he took, were pretty pump, but he seems to do this consistently.
2: I know. And I maintain it's just luck the entire way through. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But if it keeps happening, how lucky is it? Yeah. it's do we weird. Have, do we have overrated players here? Guys, are we? Are we? I mean, it's fuck, only one game yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck so it, you're dude. saying, you know, the, the BBL is the Premier League of 2002. Yeah. You say all world class in their domestic league. That is what I'm saying, word for word. Uh, but when they play internationals, they get pumped.
1: There's no doubt about it, Australia, because of like this, because of the place that cricket has in Australia and Australia's place in the global. Um. Context Thank Sphere you. Sphere I was going to say sphere, Diaspora yeah. Diaspora might be a better word For it That okay. like this, The celebrity nature Of those players Just means that they're elevated above mm. Perhaps equal Or maybe even slightly better players That mm. are from smaller countries Like mm. New Zealand yeah. There's no doubt about that You can't I mean I don't want to get into Like the IPL auction right now But there are guys That went for like Massive money in the IPL There's fucking no way That they are better Pound for pound They're better players By a significant amount Than mm. like Good New Zealand players mm. it's, just, it's just not true so I agree. There's like an element of like celebrity mm. that that holds true with the entire cricketing globe as a consuming brand. You're saying like there's
2: a bit of Emil Heskey about Matthew Wade. A little bit, yeah, a little bit.
1: And I also think that like if you're Australian, that means you're a good player. So
2: and that's a hang. And that's
1: that's again a that's Steve Waugh's contribution. Steve Waugh's contribution to the it's IPL. It's the
2: Australian tax. Exactly. I I, I it's the Warren
0: tax.
1: I truly subscribe to that. And I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying the guys who got picked up in the IPL are bad players. They're not bad players, but like. Guys getting picked up for like one and a half, two mil, whatever, and guys from New Zealand who are maybe perhaps equally um, talented or uh, have executed their skills,
2: and statistically, are, are just not getting bought. It doesn't. That doesn't add up. The New Zealanders know that though, don't they? They know that it's all Mayo from Australia. They know that they could go pound for pound with these guys. It's just the fans that subscribe to this idea, right? Oh, our players are superstars. Like international, they're not. But they are. People like, aren't afraid of Australia anymore. International cricketers aren't afraid of Australia. Like they've worked out the entire shtick. The tough guy, tough guy game is nothing. Yeah, they, they know that.
1: Yeah. Well, we were talking just before that. That watching as much other international cricket as I have and we have perhaps as well um, in the last little bit, it makes you realise how every other team except for Australia don't fucking carry on. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Like, mm. and it's the cricket's good, and especially India, England. It's like.
2: Golly, um, got bold and stayed at the crease. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not saying there's not, there's not. Uh, you know, it's not. No, I've come another. up with one exception to it, so the entire <laughs> rule's gone. That's
1: right. That's right. But even Bangladesh West Indies, there's there's like all this good cricket being played, but like the identity of the Australian team is like we just it's fucking carry on. It's yeah. like it's all about me, that's me, me. That's our thing. Me. That's our brand. It's our brand. Yeah. yeah, carry on. Yeah, yeah.
2: There's just such uh, less bullshit. Uh,
1: there's less bullshit, and it's you make you realize how unnecessary it is. You can still you can still be a great player. It's and literally a good no team. bearing. Well, there are
2: players in the Australian team who don't carry on, like Cummins. He yeah. doesn't care. I haven't seen him carry on yet. No. I'm sure he's got carry on in him. Yeah, but he's sort of above it, mm. isn't he? Look, uh, is there pressure on Aaron Finch? He goes. He hasn't made a run for a lot of many games. But then when yeah. I think of T20s, it's like, yeah, but he had a fifty, and then we'll forget that that happened.
1: Yeah, it's interesting to try and place this in the context of how important this series is, isn't it? Because like the the World T Twenty Championship was supposed to be at the end of last year, right in Australia. They obviously got pushed back because there was a thing going around. Um. <laughs> might have heard of it. <laughs> you might have heard about it. And uh, and now it's going to be in Asia at in India. no yeah. in India in what, yeah October? November October November. Right. So I guess it's important to, in that context. But to answer your question, I mean, he is probably our best ever T Twenty player. Watson would be mm. in a conversation for that as well. Warner be there thereabouts as well. So how, he's, how much money he's, does he have in the bank? He's got credits in the bank. Yeah. He's got credits in the bank. Not IPL sure. credits this year. Not IPL credits. And yeah, yeah, I know he had a lean summer with uh, the Big Bash with, with the Renegades. Really lean. Really lean summer there. But yeah. he's 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 not even close to the yeah. chopping block. Yeah. Okay. In my um, opinion. All
2: right. Uh, I was just thinking about the word shop. so um, So <laughs> that's what I was. I wasn't. I wasn't staying silent because I disagree with you. Look, the star of the show last night, he goes, was uh, Mitch Mark Marsh. War. It was Mitch Mars. Firstly, was forty-five. It was yeah. his highest international score. Yeah, and saw uh that, yeah. Mark War and David Warner commentating. Now, a lot yeah. of reaction to this on social, and a lot of it, I, th- I felt, was a bit uh, wowzerish. Sure. Now, here's here's my theory. Okay, Mark War. Operates best in combination with people. Mark War right. needs to be in com- something about David Warner in commentary sets Mark War off. Set him off and gets in, gets him right into that dressing room role. That frankly, I love. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people sort of get a little bit highbrow about it and say he doesn't do his research. That's Mark War's brand, mm. brothers and sisters. Yeah. That's how he works. <laughs> There's a great place for that. Yeah. Agree. that is the entire. If Mark War turned up researching things. Yeah and actually getting into sort of modern cricket, the entire brand is destroyed. Mm. It doesn't work that way. Mm. Um, The side effect of the vaccine. Exactly. Um, So, you know, for example, like just him and Warner talking about the supercars. Yeah. You know, he, just, he was just baiting Warner about how much money he made. Perfect generational <laughs> conflict. I'm very much here for it. And he does it well. He does it very, very well. Yeah. You know, King of Jordan behind me here in his car? You know, got a few bob up your sleeve, do you? Yeah. Well, the other one, you know, and they were wondering why all these balls were going to Ashton Agar and he's misfielding a bit. Yeah. You know? And Mark Warner said, ah, oh, he's run out of carrots. Run out of carrots. Yeah. <laughs> He's run out of carrots. (laughs) I've never
1: heard that expression before, and I fucking lost it. So
2: good. We were howling. Yeah. Yeah. I I think more of Mark Orr and David Warner for me. (laughs) No, truly. Because then they talked about cricket, and Warner talking about cricket, like with so many of them, was very, very compelling. Yeah. They talked about class stuff. Like, Like, they'll talk about working class stuff, rugby league teams. I was fully into it. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge defender of mm. Mark Warren and David Warner in partnership. Cheers.
1: More of it. And there's four more of these games to go against the Skeletons, mm. against the Fuckwits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pez, the IPL auction happened. Not sure if he caught this. Sort of. Um, now, where to start with this? My, my I think my favourite thing was that Glenn Maxwell got picked up by Royal Challengers Bangalore for $2.52 million of your Australian dollars. Yes. Uh, he got released by his uh, team last year. After you might remember, he didn't hit a single six last year. Um, uh, Saywag was uh, giving him some shtick he was online. Uh, he, was in, he was into him, and now so he's left that for less money. And now he's getting more money by picked up by a different team, despite having a worse season. Oh, and yeah. I'm I'm into that. Hell yeah! I can't figure out the correlation of like what is who 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 earns the money? Who earns the money? And why do they earn that amount of money? Is it stat space? Oh, is it money so
2: bullshit? Mate, I mean, there's probably a thousand people listening to this just wanting to just stats nerd you yeah. on IPL options yeah. and how free markets work and stuff like that. Sure, sure, it's, like, oh, sure. it's a little bit of a mini market it's because Stoge Coin, just GameStop, fucking <laughs> Melbourne Capital. You yeah. don't understand. Yeah. Actually, uh, teams went all around us this year. That's why it's uh, yeah. actually they need guys to do both. And whatever they've already got their batters and whatever. I mean, so there is a, there's a true answer on free market basis to why Glenn Maxwell got picked up for the amount that he did. Or whatever, but then also it's just funny that you can get released by a team for basically underperforming and make mm. more money at another team. That's <laughs> great. Because Coley says, "Get him."
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: I don't know. And then you just you just sort of shrug your shoulders. Going, mm, Coley and Maxwell on the same team—that could yeah, be good. That sounds something good. good could happen with that. Yeah. My favorite was uh, Jai Richardson. Hard um, to go past that, to be fair. Yeah. The reason I liked it was because they interviewed him the next day, and the word he described uh, his reaction as being was um, nauseous. <laughs> 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 look, I just love the honesty of that That's Because great. how many guys have we talked to Over the 148 of your podcast episodes That yeah. we've done Who've been picked up by the IPL And when you ask them about the experience of Essentially having their life changed by amount of money yeah. and, and what was happening yeah. They always kind of gravitate towards like oh, I sort of had it on the background uh, I woke up next morning woke a couple, up couple of texts Yeah did ya? Did yeah. Did ya? <laughs> You weren't thirty centimeters from the screen with your eyes <laughs> peeled like you had three pingers. Yes. Uh, Someone bid for exactly. me, please. Bid for me. So data. he was honest, you know. Like I could, and I like the idea; like it was specific. I was nauseous. Like I like the idea. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. breathing into a bag. That's right. Know, in and out. That's right.
1: Um, I love so. that anxiety. So he got picked up by Punjab Kings for two point four eight million of your Australian dollars. It's fourteen hundred lakh. Is it that how you pronounce it? I don't know. Okay. Um, Let us know. I, I'm sure they will. I apologise for getting that wrong immediately um, yeah the the idea of nausea like yeah it, it, the anxiety that that would induce is like I've been picked up for a fucking shed ton of cash here I'm going to have to bowl I'm going to have to bowl I can't throw my shoulder's been cooked for two years I have to bowl it in when I feel it short me to, um, short fine leg yeah uh, mate, you nailed it it's
2: great anxiety St- and and Steve Smith didn't like Steve Smith Deli Capitals two, $389 $100,000 he took a $2 million haircut yeah <laughs>
1: He'll invest that to turn into $8 billion. Don't well, worry about I that. Think Michael
2: Clark said, he's like, oh, it's the sort of amount where you might do a hammy on the eve of the- What? Uh, yeah. And Fucking uh, hell, I've like, doing hamstrings for years. Yeah, exactly. I ain't that kind of cash. And the other thing, oh, uh, Pup said was uh, on Aaron Finch. He just said, because Aaron Finch didn't get picked did up. He did get picked up, right? yeah. And he said, well, either the IPL's wrong or Australia's wrong. We're selecting Finch, so the IPL doesn't want Finch. Australia does want Finch. I don't know what I don't know what Clark's kind of getting at there. Or uh. Whether is uh, who he's saying is wrong, but uh, the IPL didn't want Finch this year. Could be market forces and all that kind of gear. But you'd think you know that's he, he's he's a top echelon player. IPL is saying
1: Australian captain. Not not this time, Aaron. Finch. This, this is this is what I wonder about the IPL auction and the not the legitimacy of it, but like the. Who gets picked up when and for and why and for how much? Like because <laughs> That's because what I wonder.
2: But, mate, I, Who, I, what, when, where, mate, why? Mate, I'm
1: fucking up nights thinking about this, mate. Yeah, like, because like Mo and Ali got picked up right by Chennai for $1.3 million. yeah, uh, US. And and the conversation is like, well, was that because he fucking gave it a whack at Chennai? Got 43 of 18 balls? He could he got picked up very late in the in the auction as well. Then mm. like two teams were bidding for him. Chennai yeah, picked him great. up. And it's like if that's all it takes, then then um, who was saying that? Uh, duel was talking about... Um, Devin Conway. Yeah, Devin Conway. Oh, sorry, um, Ashman was saying that. Yeah, And then it's like, okay, so one innings, if it's on TV, can get you an IPL gig? Is that... That might be true, but it's like... It feels all very like, you know, in, in football... Terms in soccer terms, like when the World Cups used to happen, like yeah. in the '90s and 2000s, you never get to watch these games because YouTube didn't exist, right? Yeah. And like, and being sport and all this kind of like streaming services, so you couldn't watch every single game. So when a guy from like Senegal or whatever gets yeah. picked up and he's like does a really good World Cup, he's like, this guy's fucking amazing. Yeah.
2: You can't put together like low res uh, highlights packages yeah. yourself
1: <laughs> with some fucking Tetro EDM. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why is the music always fucking heinous in those <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying this to be fucking John Mayer. Yeah,
2: party yeah. is a one. Oh, to be good. Gotta be pure <laughs> like- <laughs> Depends on the yeah I like, I like the yeah. choice of soundtrack what do they sort of go for with yeah. that anyway Yeah I I also noticed he goes we haven't picked this up but there's a crossover between the IPL and an England New Zealand test series and England have already said that there's going to be some players who miss the test series owing to the IPL There
1: is so much cricket I know and Australia just doesn't play ever Yeah it's normal All good I mean they played last night but a bit, bit of Mickey Mouse stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. So there's going to be so there's a crossover between the IPL happening and this England-New Zealand series. That's going to be a good series. Good series. Yeah. In England as well, isn't it? I'm it's, not sure. I think it is. It's part of yeah, – there. That's it's actually New Zealand's first away tour in right. a couple of years. Right. Yeah. Okay. They're so, letting them play away. Yeah. Now, New Zealand played Bangladesh before then as well, playing at home. That should be mm-hmm. really – Okay. Tight contest. Um, now another one is uh, Sam Billings friend of the show got yeah. picked up by Delhi Capitals two that. crore. good to see him get a uh, bit of money. I know, he's, I know he's a little bit short. Um, <laughs> that's so unnecessary. Now Sachin so Tendulkar's son Arjun got picked shame. up by the <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, here we go. By, the, son. by the Mumbai Indians for the base price uh, of twenty. I'm going to say that word again. Luck, I think. I think it is. I'm, I really apologise if that's wrong. Um, but there's there's a lot of lot of conjecture that I've seen on the internet, which is you know. Um, always a reliable source, that's saying, like, ah, look, Arjun's not a great player. Right, yeah. Does that fucking matter? Get Tendorka's son in the team. Get his boy in. Hey, Fuck yeah.
2: We've talked in the Australian context about the, the sheer safety of just seeing Steve Waugh and Ricky Ponting on a balcony. Yeah. You know, just seeing those forearms, seeing that squint. Yeah. How many runs or wickets that adds to your team? It's incalculable, but there is, uh, you know, you probably could quantify it with a, with a bit of sort of quant stuff. Mm. I'm sure it's the same with the name Tendilka in the side. How can you be like with that? I, like, whatever. I don't care whether you play or not. Tendilka. Yeah. Playing. Oh, fuck.
1: Yeah. Who would I be? I mean, Austin War. Actually, Austin was not playing great cricket this year. He's taken a year off cricket. Mm.
2: On the other hand, it would be quite hard being Tendilka's son. <laughs> why do you say that? I don't know. Well, look at Don Bradman's son. He should change. <laughs> <laughs> Bradson. I don't know why he changed it to Bradson. I mean, yeah. is it is it poetic? Because I'm his son. I'm his son, yeah. Right in if you're listening, John. <laughs> Pez. Yes. Um, fuck
1: it, I'll run over time here, mate. India v England. The third test starts on Wednesday. Now, this is a very interesting series for all parties. Everyone around the globe should be tuned in for this test match because if England win this game, then India cannot make the World Test Championship final. And then the fourth test, if England win that fourth test, they will make the World Test Championship final. If they lose it, Australia will make the World Test Championship final. Yeah. So, this this is a pink ball test match. Yeah. It's at Sardar Patel Stadium in Ahmedabad. This is the brand new stadium, Pez. You might have seen this before. It's got 110,000 people capacity. They're 50% because of the COVID situation. So it's going to be 55,000 people at this game. Now, you, this uh this this ground might you may recall, Pez. Uh, this is the ground where Trump met uh, Prime Minister Modi. <laughs> At the Namaste Trump rally last year. Do you recall this? <laughs> uh, this is this is this is the grand opening of this stadium it happened last year. Let's have a listen to what happened then. Okay.
0: All over the planet, people take great joy in scenes of Bhangra, music dance, romance and drama, and classic Indian films like D D L J and JoJ. This is the country where your people cheer on some of the world's greatest cricket players from Suchin <laughs> Tendulkar
1: to Virat Kohli. <laughs> it's the cadence of his yeah. speech. I miss it. I miss it. Not the person it's, or the policies, yeah. for instance. Yeah. Bit of a uh, coat, but could be funny. Bit of a coat, that said some funny stuff from <laughs> yeah. time to time. Yeah. Things yeah. explained badly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bit of a coat, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, that's where this game has been played, Pez. New stadium, new pitch. No one really knows what this SG pink ball is going to do. I saw uh, Pajara, Cheshwa Pajara, was saying that um, they've been using the Kookaburra pink ball uh, domestically in India. Uh, but they haven't used the, the the pink SG ball yet. So no one knows what the fuck is going to happen. But I had a look at the pitch online, Pez, and it's green.
0: Oh, pitch is green.
1: Oh, three that, days
2: out. That's a three day out picture. Yeah. Yeah, well, famously, that's the picture that will decide. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, well, that, that'll bring England into it, I would have thought. Well, surprised that India, after their uh, huge victory <laughs> uh, on the pitch, unfit to play on. <laughs> Yeah. depending upon where you were born and your cultural heritage. That's right. That's right. Uh, would revert to a pitch that would suit England. Well, but let's make it fair. We, but we've taken. Let's the make pic- the pictures fair. The picture three days out. It's yep. green. Yeah. So it is. Yeah, and that's how it'll
1: be and remain so. Well, it's interesting, isn't it, Pez? I mean, like you would think that if England are going to win a test in this test series, this would be the best chance pink ball. But they also said that in the Ashes when they played in Adelaide and they got fucking pumped. Mm. But uh, you do feel like if there's any, if there's any, um. Sort of consistency with like how these pitches are going to play. India will just make a fucking ragger. Why would they make it swing and seam?
2: I reckon. Like, f- firstly, in this test series, which has been incredible to watch, it's been really for good. reasons we've outlined already. I am yeah. re- really looking forward to the game. Right. The the bingo suggests that the next thing ha- that happens is Kohli hits two hundred and seventy eight. Yeah. So, with that in mind, with that accepted as a premise, yes, I've accepted I think, that. I think England should welcome another two day shootout and just take a 50 50 chance on winning the toss. Fuck yeah. I think that's their best shot. I don't think it's kind of wrinkling India out with a bit of nipping around mm. with Jimmy Anderson, who is one of the most skillful bowlers of all time. Right. I think it's just win that toss, baby, and don't bowl shit. And that, that, that's, I think that's a better chance than sort of, oh, let's see if we can arm wrestle him over five days. Mm.
1: Now, we spoke to Mark Butcher in a moment. We'll get to that in a moment's time. We speak about this as well. But uh, it's interesting to see the lineup. Now, I'm thinking about, now, uh, he was. Oh. Well, in in, ter- in terms of the lineup, in terms of who's going to bowl, I wonder if it's worth playing the extra batsman. But then I think about like how hard it is to bat in India. If you play the extra batsman, are you guaranteeing yourself? Like, I suppose you're not guaranteeing you're not guaranteeing anything, but you give yourself the opportunity of another batsman scoring a fifty. But I just think it's going to be so hard to bat there that like, if they if they save, if for instance they play, they bring best, in, win right, and they and they drop a bowler out because they think that it could be a two day shootout. So be like, because like because. Stokes hardly bowled that last Test match. I think Ollie Stone bowled like three overs in the in the fourth innings of that game. Broad hardly bowled in the first innings. Do you need five bowlers? Doesn't seem like, especially when you got Stokes in the team. Um, but if you play the extra batsman to try and get more runs, because I feel like England are short of runs, right? Without Root, I think that cooked. Yeah. So, so is is that is is that a way to like balance the side a little bit? Do you think, or do you think do you have to play five bowlers in India with two spinners?
2: Uh I just think for England to win over in India, yeah. a lot of things need to go right in terms of the conditions and the toss. Mm. And if that happens, then they are a chance. Mm. Uh, I, I don't. Re- I think the makeup of the lineup is just completely contingent upon the sort of wicket that it is, because they yeah. obviously won the first game where the wicket was a little bit more supportive mm. you know, of bat. Well, it was, you know, for a long time, so they can win those kinds of games. Mm. Doing X's and O's here, but. I think if it's a shootout, you're better off over-indexing on spinners and skill because it was their bowling that lost in that game Yeah, uh, in the shootout. And I think with batting, uh, and we will call it a shootout now, with those kinds of wickets where the ball explodes, Mm -hmm. uh, with the batting, it's the, the Moween innings is probably the blueprint mm. you could take those runs when you get them if you can get on top of somebody mm. which I don't think you can with India but mm. it's it's probably guys hitting over the top Stokes moment just getting as many as you can and seeing if you can play from there after winning the toss but mm. otherwise I don't know I don't know if you can just sort of arm wrestle India um, otherwise I I don't think there's a there's an answer out there that will give them the silver bullet
1: yeah in England. Now, what are you talking about, India? Do you, what? Sort of, what sort of changes, if any, will they make? No, no changes. I mean, the oh, I think Boomer will come back in, yeah,
2: uh, with a with a pink ball instead
1: I, of. I'm not Patel? sure. Patel,
2: Axel Patel. Now I mean, yeah. he was, I think he was meant to play the first game, but he was injured. Okay. Um, who who's the third one? Is Ashwin Patel? Oh, they played uh, Yadav. Yadav. He, yeah, he he'd, he goes, he'd come in for he, Yadav. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Just that a makes, little bit more balance. That makes
1: sense. Man, you look at you look at the Indian team though, man. man all over it the place. I keep saying this all the time, but like you know, statistics, like, okay. This the Steve War team, right? From one to seven, everyone averages fifty. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Mm. You know, and it's like that ne- that's never that never happens in international cricket in the history of the history of the fucking code. But you look at this Indian team, and especially in India, from one through to like nine, mm-hmm. especially now Ashman's going to fifth hundred. <laughs> um they all average an enormous amount, so mm. like to bowl them out, especially in India, is incredibly hard. But I just feel like there's a there's a window here because of the pink ball. Yeah, no one really knows what's going to happen, and that's that's exciting. And for why
2: would match. the BCCI invite England back into the why series? Would why that? would yeah. they do that? Yeah, they don't need to do that. No, the thing that scares me about India, and we've said it before, is mm. that particularly after the GABA, I just feel like they've got about four different ways to beat you. Yeah. The scary thing about the GABA for me, there's many scary things and we're actually still in shock fetal position yeah. when you're, we're not on camera, just yeah. under the desk for a good few hours. That's right. Shaking. Is that is that image of Pant at one end and Pajara at the other end. Hmm. Like Pajara's playing for the draw, Pant's playing for the win. It literally was a symbol of the many ways they can skin the cat that is you in yeah, this situation the and you're being skinned. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like India's like that as well want to play us in a shootout? We've got 18 spinners. Yeah. want to play us on a road? We've got Coley and Pajara and whatever. Yeah. Um, want to play us with a pink ball? Every chance Boomer and Sharma are more dangerous than Broaden yeah. and Anderson yeah. in home conditions. Yeah. Every chance yeah. of it. Let, let Boomer off the leash yeah. at home. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a dog. It's a metaphor. It's, it's <laughs> a, um, but let him... Let, let, let him. I mean, they c- just any way they want to do it, they can. Yeah. So I think a lot of things have to go right for England. And that may well happen. Hope it does. going to be an awesome contest if it does. It is really exciting. I mean, I, th- I suppose the
1: thing about, like, um, day-night test matches, the reason they've been brought in, especially in Australia, is for viewing figures, right? For, for television viewing figures because, oh, like, yeah. it's, it's a great time. They yeah. Those Adelaide test matches, when the Ashes are on, it, the times match up nicely so that people in the mm. UK can watch it mm. and Australians can, like, finish work and they watch the last two sessions or whatever. It's fucking brilliant. But the problem is, in an Indian context – they don't fucking need a good time to watch it. Cause they'll stop anything and they'll watch the cricket. Yeah. They watch this shit. Mm. <laughs> so they're going to watch the actual games being played as well. Mm. You know? So it's like, so I wonder the longevity of how much they're actually going to continue playing day and night test matches, especially if they lose this one. It's like, why would we not just play playing conditions where we can win? Because winning is good. That's what mm. we want to do. Mm. I don't know. It just, well, I guess we'll see what happens. They, India could fucking roll through England here a couple of times and they win by innings or, you know. But it does feel like without a ball being bowled, I just feel like England are in the contest way more so than what. The second test, you called it. We knew it was going to rag. Everyone knew that we're just going to make a Bunsen Mm. because fuck playing on flat pitches brings England into the game. Mm. Same as like making a green seam. It
2: doesn't make any sense. But I suppose we'll see what happens. Yeah. Australia wants England to win this game. Yeah, they do. Which is strange. They do. That's a strange situation. They do.
1: Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends nine nineteen. No refund. Subscription auto-renews.
2: Um, all right, Pez. Um, do you want to just go straight into Place retiring? I just want to say one thing about the Sheffield Shield. Just one thing. Uh, First, well, no, a couple of things. Khawaja's innings, incredible. Mm-hmm. He's probably got to be in the top 37 players in the country. He's not at the moment. Mm. It would be great if he was. Mm. We could use it. Um, Mitch Perry did well For Victoria against New South Wales That's another Perry Doing well in cricket That shunts me down The Google um, search <laughs> Doesn't matter Smith and Labuschagne Carrying on after getting out Right I Just picked up one thing That I thought you might Be interested in About the way they got out So there's a bit of Petulance from them It is carry on It looks terrible It is It's is, It's ordinary They should fix it up uh, As adults There's been a bit of talk About the way They were holding the bat As they were exiting the ground What? I've seen, yeah I've seen it twice now Right so Pete Lawler said in a piece today about Smith and Labashain's behaviour. Labashain's bat was upside down as he exited, as though this is a symbol of of dissent, of silent dissent. And then someone else wrote in. I actually got a DM from Jack Cronin. Shout out, Jack. Great Raiders content. Asking me, because someone had written to him saying, any chance we can carry the bat off by the handle? That's what it's for. Trudging off holding the blade is petulant and disrespectful to the bowler. He got you out. Hold the handle. Walk off. Now... (laughs) come to me i love this <laughs> more more unwritten conventions of yeah. cricket like, so this idea he goes i want to run this by you okay you can communicate your view of the umpire's decision and circumvent descent yeah. laws yeah by holding the blade in a particular position yeah okay like nero thumbs up thumbs yep. down yep. you know uh mm-hmm. what do you what do you make do you, do you think when you hold you know that's something play- and then Lavishan had the bat upside down trailing it along the ground as he was walking oh, off. Oh,
1: that's more like a like a child's rag
2: Where? that they hang on to. Like, Like, um, what am I thinking of? Like Hankey? Snoopy. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking Charlie Brown. He's disconsolate. Yeah. yeah. So what do you make of this? Do you think players are now communicating their descent by holding the, the blade and not the handle as they walk At off? At what point can you convey that you're disappointed? <laughs>
1: the only time you can be allowed to be disappointed is when you score 160 in a test match and you're like, Pfft, I sh- I've really missed out today. Bringing into the question again: When is cricket good? The answer: Never. Now, if you get out that you're not happy with the decision, are you? There's got to be some fucking leeway in terms of like you got to be allowed to show disappointment.
2: Yeah. What are the? Yeah. For how long do you reckon? What's the? Because I always I don't trust guys who get a really bad decision and they walk off like the fucking most moral person of all times. Like all right, you murder people, <laughs> do you know? Yeah. But there is it. There's a there's a window, and yeah. I think Smith and Labor sha not go on too too long. I agree. Now it's it's a bit like I agree. It's a bit like this levels. This levels a bit. You know, I can't believe I have to put up with these kind of decisions at this level. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and there's, 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 bigger, there's bigger conversations about behaviour in the team again mm. with with that kind of shit. It just it just looks so bad. Mm. Um, but
2: uh, I'm just talking about holding the bat. Holding where, the bat. Well, on that. But
1: we also see this, like, remember when Flintoff was scoring hundreds and fifties and in the Ashes in 2005 and he started holding the bat midway through the blade? It's like, what
2: the fuck to, is To this? celebrate 50 and 100? Yeah, and also, yeah.
1: like, having the bat facing around the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's, that's become a sponsor thing, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a sponsor thing. I want to yeah. see guys hold the blade in two hands now. <laughs> Hold it up like a shield, or like a child, yeah,
1: <laughs> cradle
2: <laughs> it. There's all sorts of things you can do.
1: We saw um, Chris Gale put, stick. put his helmet, <laughs> doing the cowboy. Um, we saw Chris Gale put his lid on the on the handle and then yeah. lift it up. We saw Steiner do that as yeah, well.
2: Yeah. I don't know conventions.
1: Don't know. I'm not sure about this conventional nature of, but like dragging your bat off behind you from the blade. That that is like a child dragging. yeah. That's like a child. Well, I blanket. think that's what
2: we're getting at. Yeah. With these, guys. but what about just holding the middle of the blade? Like, there's a suggestion you're not allowed to do that. That's an indicator of descent. Or it's not descent. Yeah. I'm, not descent. I think hold the bat however you want. Going yeah. off. Let's not nanny state that. Yeah. All right. That's nanny state stuff. Yeah but I do like the idea that that's how players are communicating their yeah. displeasure yeah, yeah, with the yeah, umpire. Yeah. Anyway, I thought you'd bite me to that. And so Faf Retired.
1: So Fafra Uh, I don't know what else we can, what else we can say apart from just announcing it. Um, Farewell to a real one. Yeah. To a real one. Yeah. I didn't realise he was going to be as good as he, as he was. You know, he scored a hundred at the whacker against Australia. Um, yeah. And it might've been his first test hundred actually. Now I think about it, top of my head. Yeah. And I, we didn't know much about him at that time, but then since then, has become one of the best players in the world, mm. captain of South Africa. But I suppose in, in in a bit of a lean era of South Africa, coming off the back of like the Gray Smith mm. era and before that the Sean Pollock era, except when they play us,
2: except when they play us, nothing lean about that. Especially in Australia, nothing lean about that. that. Fatten themselves up when that world, happens.
1: Well, World Cup, they had a diabolical World Cup. Oh, yeah. oh, I still knock Australia over in the oh, yeah. uh, in the, in, the, in, the, in a dead rubber game for them, uh, meaning that we played against England in the semi final, but um. But uh, yeah, of course, the the highlight of his entire career will will always be Durban. But yeah, will always be Durban.
2: A little bit of tell. When I mean, we never talked about his batting very much, did we? It wasn't an. Overly so Africa's, fluent player, South Africa is just a little bit lost.
1: I feel prolific. like it's one of those things where they've got wonderful cricketers in all three formats, yeah. and they're just a little bit lost because what's that? What's what's South Africa's big series? Australia,
2: probably. And what I be is that arrogant to suggest that? We wouldn't know because as Australians, we believe everything revolves around us. That's right. So yeah. that's right. It, I haven't observed international teams playing against each other until India England really and I'm 35
1: a couple of matches I can think of well they lost to Sri Lanka at home Sri Lanka beat them at home which was a massive result that's when Dick weller got 150 it was like he did that before Stokes did Stokes and that it, the game's just lost because it's not a you know I just, I just feel like so many times in maybe putting the Australian lens on it but there's so many great matches and great moments in test history where if it doesn't involve England, Australia or India it's like yeah. nah it's 4th grade during the I'm talking about, Dick Weller batted with number eleven for about an hour and a half, and he, he was bombing Stain. He had about 153 not out, something like that, and he won the game. And oh, Sri Lanka cool. won the series in South Africa, which was like a, ma- a massive result for them. It was about th- it was about a year before cool. 2019. It wasn't
2: Dick Willet Coolasakara? Oh, maybe. was it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't Dick Weller. It was Sakura, I think. Um, and uh, it was. Have I it got was, that wrong. It was one of the best innings. It people, you know, that it was better than Stokes's innings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the fourth innings, there.
1: Well, I have to Google that now because I've made a huge mistake. Um, um. So, yeah. Oh well. Now we'll never know. <laughs> well, I've made a mistake probably, and uh, that's that. Anyway, yeah. So the point the point being about Faf, like he's 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 been in a side where I suppose he had Davili's in the side as well for a period. Uh, now transitioning into Quentin the Cox era, and they're just ravaged with political stuff
2: in South Africa with their, with their board. Kusal Pereira. Pereira. Yep. Apologies Kusel. to everyone. Kusal Pereira. Who realized that as Australians, we don't know other countries. Yeah, Well, my point's made exactly. Exactly. My point's made exactly. Perfectly done. Mm. I think Kulisagra is a bowler, so I think you're closer than me. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Mark Butcher's on the show. This is our longest ever segment we've gone for. And, uh, and it should be said, upon Faf's retirement, we made an um, impassioned plea to South African cricket, the media relations, uh, to have him on the show. And after initial uh, enthusiasm, we were um, informed the other day that he respectfully declined. And you know what? I'm peeking behind the curtain there, but we'll always hold a candle for you, Faf. Faf? <laughs> Ooh, got him. We'll have him. We'll get him one day. It's okay.
1: I guess today is Mark Butcher, as you already know, because you can read and you can listen to the words that I said at the beginning of this show. So of course, all of our guests this summer are brought to you by Ponting Wines. You can use the code GETAFU to get 10% off the price of a case. You've heard us speak many times about Ponting Wines, the reds, the whites. Well, those are really the only two options you can get, but they're both wonderful. And I can attest to that personally and privately. If you want to DM me that, don't, don't DM me that. Use the code GETAFUE for 10% off the price of a case at pontingwines.com.au. Here he is. Here's the great man, name, Mark Butcher. No one
0: is around you. Say, baby, I love you. You ain't running game. Say my name, say my name. You acting kind of shady. Ain't calling me Bailey. Why the sudden change? Say my name,
2: say my name. Suchin, Tendol Kerr. B, I love you. If you ain't running game. Say my name, say my name. Move your all right, he has been the standout commentator for Indian broadcaster Star Sports in the India v England series. Uh, his analysis is bang on, he's subtle, he's light, there are strings to the bow. Uh, and as English journal- journalist Nick Holt recently wrote, he poked fun at Coley for not walking when bowled. questioned second test pitch. And failed to hide exasperation at the TMO's Rahane review. Anyway, Mark Butch has gone home now. Uh, we don't know why. <laughs> Unrelated. Uh, he was on rotation. And uh, he's also a, a storied English cricketer in his own right. But we're here to talk about England versus England, England versus India. Uh, and he joins us on the great cricketer Butch. Welcome,
3: gentlemen. Very, very good to see. It. Yeah, I mean, I've got no idea. The plane ticket just appeared under my door after <laughs> after uh, after day two of that. No. No, no, I was I was always coming back, um, but um, it was a, it was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, you know, doing anything cricket related in India is a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. You get to see the good, the bad, and the ugly of everything, and it's uh, it, it's brilliant to be in a country where where cricket is so important. You know, um, as opposed to the UK. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and I don't
2: think it's important to get the. Uh like the, the truth out early as well, like we're loving covering India versus England. It's so good to talk about teams that aren't Australia and the cricket's been played in a really good spirit. There don't seem to be as many kind of social flashpoints. There's so much skill on offer and there's so much to talk about. I mean, like how did you enjoy covering those first two tests there in person?
3: Yeah, no, I loved it. Um, I, I don't. I haven't had the chance to do a great deal of test cricket. In fact, I reckon – in the last month and a half, those are the, the four test matches that I've commentated on mm. or been sort of a, you know, an integral part of the commentary team. You know, I've, I've you know, I've done 15 years of wall to wall T20. So it was, um, it was unbelievably good to yeah. to get the chance to cover England in Sri Lanka and then, um, and then in this. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, the, the, the beauty of it is, I mean, I, I kind of, I'm quite lucky in that I can remove myself from, Having represented England, kind of it, it doesn't matter. To, I don't genuinely don't care who wins when I'm when I'm watching cricket matches. Um, but I, I get from your guys' point of view, it must be brilliant to watch a game that you have no skin in. You know, you've got no emotional investment, one way or the other. You can you know mm. enjoy the cricket for what it is. Um, you know, laugh laugh and poke fun at people on both sides and have no recriminations for it. So. <laughs> it's 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 a great it's great fun and you know india is is the center of the world as far as cricket's concerned so it's kind of is the most important thing going on in people's lives at that time which is extraordinary really yeah
1: i mean hello baby i
3: definitely (laughs) (laughs) hey baby (laughs) come here come here come and say hello quick hello and then you go go and have some breakfast okay say hello oh hello hey say hey hey okay go and have some breakfast (laughs)
2: For those who can't see or not watching on YouTube, uh, who have we just met there, Butch?
3: That that was India. That's mm. that's my uh, that's my youngest daughter, the youngest of four four little girls. Uh, well, Absolutely. some of them are some of them are little, and some of them aren't. Yeah, which <laughs> <Butch>, let's <laughs> she, yeah called called India, but not not to uh, not to gain clicks or followers from India, but because I was in India when she was just about to be born and had to fly back and. And it shortens beautifully to indie. That's oh, that's, that's nice. it. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah.
2: Perfect. Yeah.
1: Now, now that's where we differ because we'll do anything for clicks. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, that's right. Will be...
2: We're going to talk <laughs> about. We're going to exchange uh, views. Actually, how to get clicks. <laughs> but,
1: yeah. Now, I want to talk. I want to talk. Which you about? You, I'm sure you've answered this many times privately and publicly. But second test, Jack Leach is bowled to Rahane. It's given not out. I'm sure everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about. But I'll tell you anyway given on out. Joe Rowe gives it the big T. We'll have a look at it upstairs. And the third umpire, the television umpire, doesn't want to review it all the way. You're in the commentary box. I'm, I think it's Ajit Agerka And is it, is it Shiver as well that you were in the, in the Shiver, comments? Shiver, yeah. Shiver was, yeah. Was, was in the box as well. Absolute complete silence from the boys.
0: <laughs>
1: and Butcher's is like, are you in the ear to the director being like, hey, can we have a look at that? Can we keep on the footage? I mean, what, what's going on? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I had to, the day after I had to sort of go back to the director and just, and get a clarification on what the protocol is from his side. Um, and he, and he said, well, I can only really, I can only give them what they ask for, you know, in terms of the way that the rules work. Um, although I'm, I'm pretty sure that I've, I've worked in, in other broadcasts whereby the director might say, Oh, I've got another angle here. Do you want it? You know, mm-hmm. that kind of, that kind of thing. Um, so that, that I, I had to clarify that bit because I just couldn't, for the life of me, understand what was going when they when they went to the lb to review the lbw. Yeah. Where, where that was when my brain exploded. Yeah. you know, i had been kind of very gently trying to say, well, okay, look, it's a fine. We're looking at this bit, but I'm pretty sure the bit that the England England team are interested in yeah. happens a little bit after. I was when he hit it. Yeah, um, and so you know, gently sort of persuading and being quiet so people could hear the third umpire. Yeah. But then, when the when the leg before wicket thing, when they started checking that, that's when my mind was completely blown. It's like the ball's pitched two feet outside leg stump. <laughs> they're asking, you know, we, I'm saying to the director, get on Joe Root. Joe Root is telling you what they're, you know, he's telling you what they're after. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's pointing to his pad and the ball ballooning up and going past the glove. He's telling you exactly mm-hmm. what England think they're appealing for. Um, but no, and uh, you know that that was kind of yeah. And to to be fair to to Shiver and adjit I mean, I saw it. I saw it live. I kind of, you know, immediately it happened. I know what's going on here. They they think it's hit the glove on the way out, yeah. right? The, the boys didn't didn't see it live. I had the big monitor right in front of me. We were in a very very confined, non socially distancing um, kind of yeah. box, and I had the monitor right in front of my face. And I kind of, you know, I just picked it up immediately. So you know, I don't know. I have no issue with the boys not seeing it live. And then when it and when eventually we got the replay a couple of minutes after the fact when the next over had started, they both went, oh, you know, sorry, yeah, wow, seen it. Okay, no problem. You know, there was no sort of denial after that. But it was just, I mean, it was an extraordinary, it must have been excruciating to watch oh, on yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was amazing as a, yeah. as a neutral. Um, yeah. Excruciating, funny.
3: <laughs> yeah, There's always yeah. a fine line, you Yeah, know. Yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The LBW was about as close yeah. as um the one that Australia reviewed at Headingley uh, for, for Leach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, I, re- I reckon that was from just, just inside, the, uh, yeah. the, the outside the line yeah. so, um, <laughs> sure but that, that yeah. was, man that was a bad review but anyway yeah. we've yeah. been there before yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so so butch you know when you even deign to criticize anything related to cricket in India even just being in the geographic location of India how scary yeah. in the back of your mind is the long shadow of the BCCI <laughs> and data
3: I, I have to I got to admit actually when I went home Went home in the in the car that night. I thought, I wonder, I wonder if I went a little bit too hard <laughs> on, <that. laughs> too heavy on that at times. And so it was part of my conversation with the director that the next day was to was was to subtly ask about what the protocol was and also get a feeling as to whether or not I was persona non grata. And he was fine, so it was <laughs> more good. But yeah, I mean, it did it did. You'd be foolish if it didn't cross your mind. But then you know the, the thing. I suppose that the thing that was. Interesting to me throughout the whole the, the whole of the two games was it was just kind of like well I'm I'm here to commentate on a cricket match you know the, the people at home just want to hear what I'm seeing happening or what I think is happening they don't you know if they don't agree that's that's fine I have no issue with that um, but but why would I censor what I'm thinking because of, of social media or with with the uh, with the possibility that I might get sacked mm. Mm. that that part sort of kicked in. A couple of days later, and thought, oh, I really don't want to get sacked. Yes. Um, this is good work. You know, mm. I'm enjoying it. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Hanging <laughs> yeah. out with
1: Nick Knight. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> hey, hey, um, I want to ask you, uh, Butch, about you know the the series as a whole coming coming into this series. I wonder if um how the rest of the world perceives what happened in Australia and especially the Gabba and and, and India winning that series. Is it sort of does was the perception of it. You know, a bit of a fluke, an amazing result, really good entertainment, or was it sort of acknowledgement that the Asian century has begun and this is how it's always going to be for the next three hundred years?
3: Yeah, possibly, possibly both. Actually, <laughs> I mean, it's always good. It, it's always good fun for us to see you guys lose. Yes, I mean, of course, know, yeah. that's, that's, which is you know, vice versa, understood. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I mean, it was it was incredible. I mean, incredible that they kept going for the going for the win when they didn't need to. Incredible that a mm. team that was. It was basically, you know, half the team nobody would have recognised before it started. Wins, incredible that you know, back to back, they've done it twice in in the space of what three years or something to win mm. in Australia. Mm. Incredible, all of those things are utterly extraordinary. So, I mean, it, it was a it was an incredible incredible moment for the sport because it was so visible and so extraordinary.
0: Mm.
3: And of course, if it has if anything that involves India, it means that it, it gets amplified. 20 times that the amount that something normal happening would have done mm. so Mm. Um, on, on that on that score it's just it's it's great for the game you've done Australia have done a great service to everyone thank you <laughs> we, we, we bless you how come um, Australia
1: always yeah. lose a series which like you know push the game forward like 2005 Ashes good for Test cricket. Yeah, so <laughs> can we can we have something we, yeah. no we're the baddies you are the
3: you are the baddies <laughs> yeah. um, but no I mean so so yeah it, it was viewed as, as an extraordinary thing I mean there is a flip side to that because Um, the, you know, the the behemoth that is is Indian cricket Mm. um, already, you know, already quite rightly sort of runs the game, you know, and and I have no issue with that. I I got a journalist asking me yesterday about... You know how do I feel about the fact that the, the centre of the cricketing universe is no longer Lord's? And I'm like, well, it hasn't been. that As far as I'm concerned, hasn't been that since the 1950s. You know,
0: but I don't care.
3: I mean, it, it, it's a, it's in, it's an extraordinary it's an extraordinary story. It's an extraordinary sort of path that they've gone on to become sort of like the financial powerhouse, and now you know it looks like they might well become the playing powerhouse of, of the sport as well. Mm. Um, and if anybody if, if anybody was going to kind of make sure that the game didn't wither away and die it's going to be them so I, I have no I have no issue with that mm. but but there is one slight downside It is and, and it comes with the, the the fans now sort of thinking knowing that they are the best in the world and kind of just giving everybody heaps because of that you know in, a, in an extremely unhumorous manner um, which you know which you you guys being from Australia know all about
2: you know. yeah hundred percent yeah I think you talked about. I think you coined ex- Australian exceptionalism last time you were on the uh, the call, and I actually did take exception to it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I just just want to just picking up on what you said before, Butch. I think one different. I mean, I haven't even prepared this question anyway. But like one difference between Australia and England is that like it, in Australia we're so insecure as a country. That we just look to any kind of daddy across our across the you know the length of our nationhood. You know, first it was England, and then it was the US, and now we're sort of looking into Asia. We just need a daddy to hold our hands. We're trying to work out where our financial, um, you know, centre is, but then also where our cultural centre is. So mm. with England defeating us, uh, sorry, with India defeating us, we sort of say, oh well, we'll just go with them. Uh, for the next couple hundred years, that'll be fine. Whereas I, th- I feel like it might be a little bit more difficult for England with, you know, a deeper history uh, of, of, of empire. Um, do, you know, does England, the country, look to India uh, as mm. the powerhouse uh, as kind of, um, I guess, as softly as Australia does?
3: Yeah, well, I think I think it's undeniable. I think if you're if you're trying to kid yourself that that is not the case, then you're frankly a lunatic, um, and have had have <laughs> been reading a bit too much Bill Gates, five um, G, COVID <laughs> vaccine sort of nonsense. You know that it's undeniable that they are the the powerhouse of the game, um, and I think what I think what comes with that uh, from a from a, a a British or English point of view, perhaps, is the idea that that this eventually happens all the time, you know, you kind of like you start off as sort of running the thing and inventing the thing and eventually everyone gets better at it than you. Everyone starts making more money out of it than you. And you kind of like, oh, oh, great. Thanks. Thanks for your help. Um, But the one thing that lingers from the from the point of view of whether it be Australia or India now is that the resentment of the the past colonialism always lingers on. And so even though you're no threat they just give you hell anyway, you know, like That's right. <laughs> it's their birthright to, to sort of just slag off. England. I mean, you know, the amount of comments I got about sort of like my arrogance for sort of questioning the pitch maybe or, or you know, I, 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 I had a joke with one of the, with Sonny Gavaska or doing the sort of like the star wraparound show. Um, about Ashwin in the first innings, he was literally he was moving like like he'd been you know he'd been put on a rack or something. His back was knackered, <laughs> and he couldn't get around. The, and I just said, you know, sometimes he looks like he's twenty years older on the field. Um, talking about his mobility. Oh my god, I'm in Chennai. What the hell did I say that? For? You know, it, was, it was a joke. Effigies. It was a joke. <laughs> um, so you know, it's 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 all good.
2: So just picking up on that as well. You you did mention in in a few pieces that uh, if when you do make very light humorous remarks or offhand comments that you will get absolutely slagged off and you talked about a bit of a humor uh difference there as well how does that manifest are you just talking about social media exclusively or are you getting stopped on the street or what does slagged off look like
3: we didn't didn't get out of the hotel so i mean that might have been a good thing Mm -hmm. um you know the it was literally hotel ground Mm -hmm. and if you were if there was no game on more hotel so, uh, so no, nothing like that. I think I think it's because everything is is translated into 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 print, you know, whether that be online print or um, or newspapers. And so, you know, something that you say with a with a wry smile and a chuckle that's on television does translate really badly when they write your words down. Mm, mm. Um, no, for example, I think I said some, again the, the presenter asked me something like, "Oh, do you think England will will hope that that uh, Ashwin is is tired?" um after his batting too tired to bowl well in the second innings i said tired and they're hoping he pulls a hamstring you know (laughs) ha 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 you know very very funny sunny laughs she laughs Uh, and then you know the next day it appears in print and it's uh, you you bastard why are you wishing somebody you know (laughs) wishing wishing injury on Uh, other players and stuff uh, so that's all it is you know i'm sure i'm sure the people sat at home in their living room understood that i was Mm. that i was joking but um as soon as you write it down, it doesn't look quite the same.
1: Hey, uh, third test coming up on when's that start? Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, Butch. Now you, you toured India two thousand and one. You actually played at i about it. Must have been the last game that England played there. A couple of runs for yourself
3: as well. <laughs> yeah, two or three, yeah. Uh, um, no, I think they um I think they might have played there back in I think they played there in twenty twelve when oh, England okay. won okay, the right. series. I think that was the first test and England lost. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean the state I mean, I've seen the, the pictures of the stadium it looks utterly incredible yeah i mean you know bigger than the g for goodness sake i mean it's just mental mm. um and um, so you know so i'm sorry not to be there but i mean that was it was always the the plan that i was going to be coming back because it was a it was a late add-on to my trip to, to the sri lanka trip mm. and um, the so the stuff you said yeah yeah did i did i make some runs in that game yeah yeah, yeah. I, you got you sarcastic got 50, or oh, oh,
1: did no, i you got 50 and 92
3: oh well blimey Mm-hmm. I, I, Triscothic I Triscothi
1: got 99 and Sachin scored yeah. 100. Obviously, fond Sachin memories.
3: 100. Did, I think Craig White might have got <laughs> He got 100 he as well. Yeah. That. yeah,
1: that's all right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, I, I, I was sick, I think. I remember that. Oh, okay. I, um, was, and, I was not feeling very well and kept having to leave the field, sort of, you know, drinks, breaks and stuff. Right, right, right. Um. And, yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I I gutted, actually. It's one of those things you look back on and think, mm. I, I really, really wish I'd made 100 in India, the test 100 in India. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, I used to get slagged off for being crap at playing spin and stuff. So it was kind of it would have been quite nice to have made one of those fifties a hundred. Yeah. And were the,
1: and were the pitches fair back then, or or were they or did they make them spin?
3: <laughs> well, I mean, they, they, they spin. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. there, there is the, the. I mean, this is the thing. It's, it's very difficult to have a grown-up conversation about mm. about about the surfaces. They turn, yeah. I mean, and, and why would you have an issue with that? There's no. There is no issue with the ball spinning whatsoever. Um, but my, my issue with the last surface was that if if you're saying that it's okay for the ball to burst through the surface from from the first over the game, then we're going to have some very short test matches, you know, around the world. Mm. Um, you know, the, the, there's a lot of sort of false equivalence going on. Oh, you know, well, we don't complain if the ball swings and seams at the Gabba mm. or at Lords or whatever. And I'm like, well, you know, if, if you that's fine but I don't think that's quite the same so if you turned up at the Gabba and there were two inch crevasses running down the length of the Mm. pitch before you tossed up that'd be great you'd sort of be a little bit like well that's not that's that's pretty poor you know Mm. that's been underprepared or they haven't watered Mm. it enough or whatever um and you know so my my point the only point I was trying to make about this one, and it's going to start again now because everyone's going to watch this, was that the game, England didn't lose the game because of the, the pitch. And yes, India are absolutely within their rights to prepare surfaces for, for home advantage, as everybody else is. Um, but it was so underprepared that I was worried that I was going to knock pieces out of it by rubbing my fingers on it mm. during the pitch report on before a ball had been bowled. Mm. Um, and I still, you know, I, I maintain that that, that that is not, that's not suitable, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, fine mm-hmm. for the pitch to, pitch to turn. But England mm-hmm. played two test matches in Gaul, and mm-hmm. from the from ball one, the ball turned like that. Mm-hmm. No issue, but the ball wasn't exploding through the surface mm-hmm. um, all the way through the game.
2: In, in so, the interest, yeah. no, don't be sorry. That's it, good. In the interest of uh, the adult conversation, how would you um, uh, kill Ashwin? Res- how would you kill Ashwin? <laughs> 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 Why do you hide India, Butch? What's your yeah. problem? <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that'll look fine in print.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Write, write that down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the vi- the video's not the video's stopped working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, sorry, um, no, sorry. In of, like, how
2: people have responded to that, that that kind of comment, where you're making a nuanced point about the the nature of the behaviour of the ball off the wicket, right? Which is different to the um the, to any side spin or the violence of the spin. It's mm. about the yes. it's about behaviour <laughs> and being able to read it. But people will say in response to that. Oh, they might say in responsible well, Rohit hit 161 uh and yeah. India managed X um, amount 500 plus runs so there's yeah. clearly um a certain skill to being able to deal with wickets or pitches that oh, sh- that do that as well and India was able to do that so yeah, um h- sure. how do you how do no- you counter that
3: well, there's no there's no denying that, that, absolutely. I mean, we saw some of the best wicket-keeping, the best entertainment from wicket-keepers that you ever likely see because <laughs> because of that surface, because mm. of the fact that the ball would explode and bounce and, you know, whatever else. You know, mm. it, was, it was great. And, and I, again, I'm not saying that it wasn't entertaining to watch. But I'm also saying that Ashwin's Ashrin, 100 was scored when his team, he was, th- India were 300 ahead in the game when he walked to the creeks, right? Mm. And the match was over as a contest on the evening of the first day. It was done. There was no way on earth with them getting 300 in the first innings, and the pitch moving from from looking like sort of you know something at the at the bottom of a a dried out river on day one to looking like the bottom of a dried out river that elephants had been trampling all over and spraying <laughs> stuff all over the place. There was no way on earth that that game was as a contest was, was a contest from there.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: that doesn't diminish the skill of, of what Ashwin did with battle or Bull or what Rohit did. I'm not, that's, that's not the point. The point is that the, the game, the game, the game only lasted for, it was, did the pitch was designed to last for about two days mm-hmm. tops. Mm-hmm. And, the, and it, the game only went beyond that because England bowled oh, so badly on the first day, and Rohit played superbly, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so the, the wider point is, if you if if that surface is okay, and if people are happy with that, mm-hmm. then you might as well make test matches three days or mm-hmm. four days, because you don't need, you're not going to need the fifth one mm-hmm. um, if if the ball is exploding through the top in the first over of the first day. Mm-hmm. Um, India won the game fair and square, no issue. Mm-hmm. But but that's you know it's a wider cricketing point that if you under prepare a pitch to that degree, um, you know. So uh, that's that. That's all yeah. I got to say. Really. And,
2: and uh, so there are different. Uh, there are, di- I guess, different audiences have dealt with these questions in different ways, depending on where you are, whether you're online or in the, the circles that you run in. What was the conversation like at the ground? in India mm. ab- about the service among professionals. And if you wouldn't mind, I know that the conversations are different on air to off. If, yeah. if you could give any insight into um, the perspectives from people who, you know, at the sides of their mouths in the green room about the wicket.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, the the, the agreement was that we, we were all pretty much in agreement that the game was unlikely to last very long. Yeah, I yeah, mean, you yeah. know, and that's yeah. all I'm going to say. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, you know, the guys will guys guys have different different masters and things mm. like that. But,
0: mm. Mm. You, and do you, you think know, India might? Th- th- you know, thing that su- the
3: thing that surprised me the most is that is the amount of is the amount of colleagues and former players who were all of a sudden, because of be- perhaps because of where this took place. Are quite, are kind of quite happy with the ball going through the top. Yeah. They were, saying, oh, you know, it was, it was, you know, people need to learn to play on different surfaces, all this kind of stuff. Of course they do, mm. but if they'd have been playing in the game where, where literally, the, with the new ball, the first ball just banged through, went straight mm. through the surface, and there was a huge explosion, mm. everyone would have been up in arms about it. Mm. Um, you know, so you know. Nobody, I've never seen anybody complain about the ball turning or the ball seaming or, or whatever it might be. You might have a few grumbles, but it's, it's, it's basically a cricketing no no. The minute the ball starts going through the top, mm. particularly before there's been anywhere, you know, yeah. if it happens on day three and a half, day four, day five, you mm. expect that because you've had um, big lads with, with spikes running up and down on it. But mm. before anybody's done any of that, for it to do that, I, I just don't think is good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, However, I enjoyed watching the game and, uh, you know, and, and India absolutely deserved their win. So mm. there's no, there's no sour grapes here. Mm.
1: So it's moving on to the third test, Butch. Like, what do you think is, what do you expect to happen? Because I mean, the, we sort of talk about this pink ball. No one really knows what to expect from the SG pink ball. I think they're using the, they've been using the Kookaburra pink ball domestically <laughs> in India. It's a new pitch. Yeah. It's a new stadium i feel like England going into this game if they look in any match any any of these four matches they thought that's our best chance to win a game mm-hmm. so you know with the rotation of the squad as well who are you expecting to play first and foremost
3: well i mean jimmy will play for sure mm-hmm. and they'll be hoping that Jofra's elbow injuries or that the injections cleared up his elbow injury um and but there's a very good chance that that England will still need to play two spinners i think i don't mm. think you know, India. Given given the way that they played, yeah, um, that India will li- will leave it so that there's so much green grass and that it's so so moist that the England will be able to get away with playing four seamers and just the one spinner. So, um, you know, so it'll probably be if they'll probably look pretty similar to the team that played in the first test. Be at Anderson Archer. They'll probably try and make more use out of Stokes. I mean, the Stokes thing is really bizarre to me. and He bowled two overs in that whole match. Mm-hmm. Um, And England said he's got there's no injury. There's no problem. But he got two overs on day one on a day when we got slaughtered. You know, that 300 on day one was worth 450. Mm. Um, So I don't know what's happening there. But that's that's what I think will happen. And then then they might think about, you know, Johnny Bairstow batted at three in, in Sri Lanka. Yeah. Zach Crawley would have been England's preferred choice, but he fell over and, and smashed his wrist up um, in, before the before the first test. So there might be one change in the batting lineup. Dan Lawrence might might sit it out, and uh, they might replace him with one of those two guys. Mm. Um, but other than that, I, th- I think that's pretty much all, all we can expect. Um, you know, the pink the pink ball thing's really interesting because you you guys knocked over. India for thirty six with the pink ball. India, Adelaide
1: mm. Mm. During, the um, that, that during the day though that was interesting. It was during the day.
3: It was in the morning, wasn't it? Yeah. For, it was the morning of the morning of the third day. So, and it didn't appear to do a great deal under the under the lights. Um, nobody knows. I mean, no one's got a clue. Yeah. I think you'd think if 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 there's if there's grass on if there's grass on the pitch and you know there's a bit of carry and whatever, um, then there's a chance that the lights might have an effect. But in, but in India, generally speaking, once you get beyond sort of you know the, the nightfall. You get due, you know, and that's mm. not particularly conducive to the ball swinging around. So, um, I, I have no idea what's going to happen. I really don't. The, the, I, I guess the only the, the only thing that is known is that um, is that recently India have had have had no fun against the pink ball, so England will take that as being, mm. you know, a, a big advantage for them. Mm.
2: Just on the rotation policy, Butcher. You know, on, on the one hand, you yeah, England can leave key players on the sideline sidelines for big tests. On the other, you then develop 130 players with international experience when you've got to play 75 tests this year. So, <laughs> uh, how, how you how do you see it?
3: Yeah, I mean it's it's really really tricky. It's such a it's such a tightrope for them to walk. Um, the the one thing that throws a big spanner into the works, I think, particularly on a PR level, is the IPL mm. um, and players potentially missing international cricket, but then doing six weeks in bubbles and whatever in the, to, to, to do the IPL and, and England will, I, I I sympathize with the fans on that one. Um, but England will turn around and say, well, we've got a world T20 in India. We want as many of our players to get as much experience in those conditions playing T20 as possible. IPL is exactly the right way to do that. Um, and if we win the world T20, then the whole thing has been thoroughly justified. So, um, I, I have respect for, them in the, for for what's happened in this series because it would have been very easy having won the first Test match in Chennai to kind of throw out all of those plans and to kind of, you know, to, to play Anderson again and then hope nothing happens to him before the pink ball test. But England kind of backed the players that they have to be able to make like-for-like like like replacements. And okay, they, you know, they won the first one by 200 and lost the, lost the second one by 300. Mm. But I, I don't think that the changes in the team made that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Jimmy Anderson did look totally ineffective day on on the first day of the well the f- first innings of the first test in Chennai and it was only when <clears throat> when the game got right to the end um, that then the reverse swing started to happen in the, in the second innings that he came into it but like you say psychologically in, the Indian batsman would, would probably have rather not face Jimmy Anderson but I mm-hmm. still think I still think it wouldn't have made any difference in the last test I really don't. Mm-hmm. But where's
1: where's England cricket going? What's the what's the target? Where is it going towards? Because I feel like from about 2015 when Trevor Bayliss came in, it was like 2019 mm. World Cup, Ashes, that's what we're putting all our eggs into that basket. Now I ask you that question because yeah. I'm not really sure even where Australian cricket's going necessarily. It seems to be going towards the end of the Langer era whenever that might be, I think. But but what's what's England's goal now? Is it the T20 World Cup?
3: Yeah, I think so. I mean I, th- I think you know the the world the white ball comps are just so uh, have taken over in importance to, to mm. such an extent everywhere, not just in England. But if, if England are prioritising white ball cricket, then you know that it's that it's quite important, right? Because for years we we pretty much ignored it mm. unless it was a you know a month before whatever World Cup mm. was coming up. Mm. So um, yeah, really really important, massively high profile. Um, you know, Owen Morgan kind of stuck around to to captain the side through this. Um, as, a, as you know, is the sort of like here is the the legacy. You know, we'll win a fifty over World Cup, twenty over World Cup, and then mm. maybe he might go. I'm not saying that, that England's policy is based around one guy, but it does seem as though this is very very important. Mm. And then, then the other thing is Ashes at, at, at your place, mm. um, which is why you know again why they're they're trying as best as they can to to, to make sure that they have the, the pick of all of their very best players come October. You know um which is part of the reason for the for the rotation policy and the, and the other thing is may i mean i've just done it for for however long six and a half seven weeks um hotel Quarantines, bubbles, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, are really, really tough. Mm. Um, you know, it was it was kind of cool for me. I, I got, got away from the little one for a little while. <laughs> 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 I was able to sit and read some books and write some songs. You know, have a bit of headspace of your own. But you know, after five days of that, you are just kind of like, this is bad. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't imagine what it's like to, to be a player in those circumstances, whereby you know one of the one of the one of the great saving graces of being on a tour. Is that you? You you kind of get away from the cricket for Mm. a little while, if you haven't. Particularly if it's not going so well. But imagine that all you're doing is you're with the team, in the hotel. You go to the ground, you play, you bag them, you come back, you're back in with the team again. You can't go anywhere. You can't see anybody. You can't, you know, Mm. do that for 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 two months. Let alone do that for a year. Well, it would be eighteen months. Come the middle of the summer, because most of the England players have been doing it since July. Yeah. That's that's no good. That's no good. So it's important. It's an important policy and and I'm I'm kinda pleased that they're sticking to it with as with as much um with as much integrity as they can.
2: Mm. Yeah. You've obviously just given away, Butch, that the key there is the ashes. Then for England, that was just a long way of saying that winning over here is uh, exactly what you guys want to do. Well, so,
3: I mean, I mean, of course it is. It always is. But you know, and particularly given what what's just happened to you blokes at home <laughs> against India, England, the sort of thing. It's going to get worse. we oh, got nothing happens. Yeah. We've got, a, <laughs> we've got a, a, a really big chance. But I mean, that's always the way, isn't it? You wouldn't yeah. want it any other way. Of course, um, you wouldn't want it any other way.
2: And uh, just so with that in mind, I mean. Like I, I genuinely think you're one of the top commentators in world cricket. And I think you showed, oh. I think you showed that in that. Well, there's big words obviously coming from me, um, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> for some internet yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, so I guess it begs the question as well. I mean, you know, have you, have you got a gig out here for the ashes and, um, and if so, do you dream of sitting next to junior and Warney uh, and, uh, just <laughs> chewing the fat on, um, whatever they're talking about, like supercars or something?
3: On a nightly basis, yeah, I do. I dream. I dream a lot of that. Um, <laughs> no, I haven't got a gig. No, <laughs> I haven't got a gig. Um, you know, I'm freelance. I'm freelance and available. Here we go. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know if, if if foreigners are allowed. Are they allowed? You know? <laughs> yeah, that's on the nose.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, Butch, thanks so much for joining us. I should say. Um, I almost stuff this interview uh, by saying that it was tomorrow morning and turning up tonight. Uh, so thank you for being available due to my exclusive mistake uh, that he goes make sure he disowned. Right. Um, I
3: mean, you know, you know how rushed off our feet everybody is at this, uh, this juncture in, <laughs> in our world's history. So um, you, were, you were lucky. <laughs> Cheers, Wood. <George>. All right.
0: <laughs> Who the hell are you? Zuchin. Tendulkar, You know. You all know exactly who I am.
1: Suchin, Tendulkar, Say my name. Virat Kohli.
0: That's right. Now, say my name. Suchin Tendulkar. You're goddamn right.
2: Okay, quick shout out to our wonderful, wonderful friends at Budgie Smuggler. Here goes. Now, if you are watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see for the first time that we, in fact, are accessorizing. Mm-hmm. With Budgie Smuggler Kit. Because mm-hmm. Budgie Smuggler ain't just the stuff that covers your, uh, well, as our other friends would say, junk. Who's our other friends? Wouldn't even name them during this sponsors segment. Oh, okay, right. Wouldn't <laughs> even name them. And that's how I normally talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is, yeah. it's a quite friend. Disconcerting, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh but you can catch any accessory there at Budgie Smuggler. They've also got a range of rugby league kit out at the moment as well That's on true. pre-sale. Uh, and it's very much worth having a look at. You can design your own smugglers. Uh, Christ, you can do whatever you want.
1: You can be sun smart all year round with Budgie Smuggler. Now, I learnt recently, Pez, that February is the warmest month in Melbourne. Uh, Did you learn
2: that by experience or by research?
1: Research. Of course. Research. How does that manifest? You I don't really leave the house. Really leave the just house? A, just a Google search? What yeah. is Melbourne's hottest month? Yeah, basically, yeah. And then get the averages of each month. So, you know, right time of the year to be sun-smart, sun-safe. And, of course, with this new vaccine, knocking about Pez. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but in Israel, they're talking about uh, the Pfizer vaccine after the second jab, some like 98% success rate in uh, preventing deaths, which right. seems pretty good. It seems pretty good. It seems pretty good. So I'm thinking that maybe travel ain't that far away. right? And having some of this to kind Israel. of gear, this kind of gear to Israel... I wouldn't be wearing this kind of gear in Israel. Okay, um, but there are other places you can go.
2: Israel's meant to be a good circuit,
1: is it? You notice how like there's heaps of like Paris of the East. If you if you Wikipedia Paris of the East, oh yeah, there's like 42 different cities. People
2: love referencing themselves to Paris. Even in, you know you've got the Paris Center the New York and yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. both cities are pretty good.
1: Yeah, why why can everywhere just be good? Mm. Um, it's a good city. Anyway, what I'm saying is it's Pez that uh, you can get back out there. Not, it, I don't think we're like that far away from getting back out there.
2: Starting to look good. I mean... Starting to. I don't the want to jump coronavirus is like a champion in that you should never write it off. Never write it off. New strain in the old sewage. Boom. Yeah. Vaccine means nothing. A <laughs> couple of drops in the old sewage. drops. That's oh, a new strain. Vaccine doesn't work. Oh, okay. Back to the old drawing board then. Anyway, let's <laughs> trivialise it. Millions dead. Uh, you know, if you take uh, certain... <laughs> Antibiotics for your skin You can be more exposed to the sun So you mm. need to look after your Yeah You need to look after your skin Yeah Just all reasons to go to BudgieSmuggler.com Budgie Harmonising
1: Use the code CHAMP For free shipping at checkout Alright Pez Hashtag RCGC. Let's do it Um, Just a quick shout out to Patreon As I fuck up with my headphones um, Quick shout out to Patreon Uh, where we, uh, episode 28, I want to say. Sure. The past TGC Fridays. Sure. Um, I've absolutely fucked my head. You fucked it. Um, uh, Where there was some interesting comments this week that we had, uh, and we're also going to be dropping the audio exclusively uh, for the India-England Test Series. The audio. Only because it's going to be it's a YouTube really exclusive series, but the audio only is. If tube gonna be, isn't
2: your thing. If tube isn't your thing, if you if you multitask, mm. you know, if you've got kids, whatever, I'm, I'm giving reasons for multitasking. Then you can grab the audio if you join up to Patreon. There, we'll be we'll chuck it out there. We don't want to flood the feed, otherwise. And uh, yeah, and also sign up to Patreon so I can find out why uh, we've had a record number of comments in the last few weeks of people exclusively saying, "Please, Daddy," that's the sort of stuff you get, just the dad stuff. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Greg Cricketer. Will Hollier
1: writes in, Pez. This email is entitled, Johnny Bairstow, Alfering Dad, and Shit Aussie Cunts. Dear Pezdrill Finn and Let's Get Higgy, long-time Patreon member and big fan of the show. My question is set in the shame-worn stand in the Aegeus Bowl as England played Australia in a a, a World Cup warm-up game. Me and Daddy took our excellent seats square of the wicket, a few rows up, five. (laughs) Finchy cops one early which brings about a field change and my favourite modern day cricketer J.M. Bairstow was in sight after seeing off a few mid-morning wet cunts I plucked the courage to join the army of children at the advertising boards hunting for signatures both of my parents were born, raised and bleed Yorkshire so much so my grandfather didn't speak to my mum for the first 14 years of her life as he wanted a boy that would grow up to play for God's great country this explains why I'm draped in a wearable Yorkshire rose flag that and the fact I'm only 27 at the Time. From a young age, it was drilled into me. You support Yorkshire CC with vigour and gusto. Even though I've always lived and been privately educated in Oxford, as my accent suggests, uh-huh. fucker right, on, mate. Okay. As I skip down the few rows of stairs, seven, <laughs> a group of Aussies start having a crack at my beloved Johnny, rolling out the lazy sledges about pasty skin, red hair, and losing the mitts to Joss. That's grim. Me and my JB. Take no notice. Whilst waiting patiently by the boundary rope, the abuse intensifies with Bairstow, retorting in a tete-a-tete. With, with, a, with the fracas climaxing, I give sweet Johnny a look to say, take no notice of them, Johnny. They're just jealous. <laughs> Suddenly, D.A. Warner spoons one up in the air, out backwards, uh, out, out towards our direction. Bairstow takes a catch, turns, and sends off the Bogans back to the shed as well as Shady Davy. This is my opportunity. I elbow the little people with stupid little bats out of the way. As my idol comes to the rope to sign some, or- some autos, I seize my moment. Would you sign my Yorkshire flag, please, Johnny? I say breathlessly. <laughs> Clearly still pumped from dismissing someone nearly as bad as Keaton Jennings in English conditions, he retorts, Yorkshire? The only thing in common you have with Yorkshire is the pudding lad. Now, yes, the rig isn't what it was in my early 20s, 16, but the salad makes up for it. I turn to trudge up the steps, 12, (laughs) to a barrage of laughter from all. When I spot my dad pointing and joshing with the said Aussies, mocking my rig and endeavours. He's hardly Chris Hemingway himself.
2: He's Hemsworth.
1: (laughs) Chris Hemingway. (laughs) (laughs) And if he showed more affection instead of being a hard-nosed Yorkshire cunt, maybe I wouldn't feel the need to to comfort eat. (laughs) As I approach my seat, he sticks the final alpha knife in my rotund back, offering the Aussies some of my beers.
2: (laughs) Some Some of them (laughs) have some of this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My question is, do I accept my hero was on the back foot in a sledging war and therefore used me as an alpha pawn or that the Aussies were right? JB's heyday was over. He has fallen behind people like Denley Burns and Simbly in the test team and it was time to idolise a new player and team, most likely Oli Pope and Surrey. Yours truly, Will Hollier. P.S. Any chance bringing TGC to Edinburgh Fringe Festival next summer? Thanks,
2: Will. Look... I think whenever we deal with these and what this is, is a, um, an alpha hierarchy question. Very hard right? to take you seriously right now. Uh, yeah. It's an alpha hierarchy question. Yeah. And like it is with maths, not mm-hmm. that I've ever been very good at that. Mm-hmm. It's quite formulaic. You literally need to understand the pyramid. You need to understand the prism. You need to have read Lord of the Flies. Yeah. And understand the cricket is a cock show. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Except yeah. when it comes to Johnny Bairstow. Yeah. And I say that with the, a deeper well of respect that I could ever communicate with words. Johnny besto inverts, as far as I can understand from these stories, Johnny besto inverts the game when it comes to this social stratosphere stuff. Okay. Social hierarchy stuff. Yeah, listen. So I don't know. I, I think Will might be right and that Johnny has used Will yeah. as a crutch to regain his alpha status. Yeah. I can never be sure, and that's why I find him so compelling. A player, he's he's a complete mystery. It, it you know, I can I remember like my, my mate a few years ago was went and did a poker tournament. He's never played poker in his life. Okay, just poker was big a few years ago in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And his claim was that he actually ended up finishing second in the tournament because he kept doing things that others didn't expect because he didn't know what he was doing. He says, I finished second, that's and good. and people say we just couldn't pick you. Yeah, and I feel like besto is a bit like that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's why, and that's why, I desperately want to interview him and speak with him because I, I just have always I be, been fascinated with players that invert the pyramid or yeah. just just f- fuck around with it a little. I bit. like I what I like
1: about him is that no one understands him. I think I think people because when when you when you when you try to observe besto so and his action <laughs> his actions, you always lay the prism of like understanding the conventional hierarchical yeah. systems and structures that are in place but he sits it's outside pyramid, that but on. he's not even a sigma male which we've it's learned is the SMA. outside he's, it, it's not that although he is using some sigma activities in alpha-ing will in this situation he can like, draw
2: on every level mm. alpha, beta, omega, sigma mm. and the other ones <laughs> <laughs> we're just desperate to have a chat I just need and to, I to say know say that with the deepest respect well People pairs was, it's an
1: Ashes year yeah did he get picked up in the IPL I think he would have. Yeah, yeah. I think he would yeah. have. He might have been retained by someone. Yeah. He and Warner. He wasn't. Sold. I know he wasn't sold, so he might have been retained. Yeah. Yeah. He he's plays. He plays with Warner, doesn't he? Yeah. He opens a ba- batting is, with him.
2: He looks like he's according to Butch, he's going to be back in the, in the side. Well, because uh, he was, in was rested for the first two tests, yeah. wasn't
1: he? So he's he's back. He's in and around the group.
2: Besto is exactly the kind of character yeah. that can lift you to something special. Something in Something special. I, I, How'd I'll, you do that, mate? I don't know. Is Besto the most sought after interview we've ever wanted on the grey Cricketer?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. There, there's, been, there's been a couple of white whales out there. There's
2: A there. couple of white whales, and it say, the works. Yeah, got to say, there's mm. a couple in the works. Mm. Pretty exciting. Mm. We thought we were close to best though when he was going to come out for yeah, the Melbourne Stars. So right. the discussions had commenced, mm. not with him, mm. not with him. No,
1: <laughs> he doesn't even know what this is, <laughs> and he's probably going to be very suspicious. Uh, and rightly so. But I just, I just want to get around him and yeah, turn, get around me.
2: Mate, I would love. 10 beers with Besto, and I don't say that as like a Will's
1: closer to us than yeah. sorry Will's closer to Bairstow than us Yeah, he's had the experience I and think has got a it. lot to offer cricket yeah I agree socially I agree well that's all the time we've got for this week and what a time it was, <laughs> it, was <laughs>
2: it was a lot of time that we had
1: for that it it was a lot of time <laughs> I set aside a lot of time a <laughs> lot of time thanks for sticking with us in this time where cricket's not really happening but fuck there's so much cricket it's happening yeah, all the time it's and to everywhere. talk about now yeah yeah, it is, isn't it? This is real cricket. It's real. It? Other, real. Other other teams play. Other teams play, and, and, it's and it's good. And it's good, and yeah. it's cricket. And people are getting into finals as well in Australia. Yeah. It, it's good, and it's cricket. It's
2: good. They're playing cricket, and there's no other things. It's yeah. just they play the game, and we talk about it. Yeah. And it's not carry on. Oh, it's a bit of carry on. Is it, and we need that. <laughs> Give it a few weeks. <laughs> i desperate for something. Yeah. S- someone say something. Someone say something. I'm so, bored. I'm so bored.
1: This show wouldn't exist. <laughs> Um, all right, thank you very much to Mark Butcher for joining the show. Uh, I think that's Butcher's third time he's been on the show. Is it? Yeah. I think he's so. He's a very generous guest. Very generous guest. Very nice guy. And I'll be the opposite of who he is. Okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lad, thank you very much. Thank you. And see to you. you. Uh, see you on YouTube for the start of the India-England third test. Patreon.com forward slash cricketer for hashtag us to Fridays. And we'll see the rest of you guys right here next week on the Great Cricketer Podcast.